and we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank y'all for being here. You could be almost anywhere in the world tonight if you're not still under quarantine in August of 2020. Remember the whole thing? Slow to spread, flatten the curve. That was in March. They're talking about no college football, online-only classes. And by the way, if you have online-only college classes and you're paying 50 grand a, a month or a year, however much the tuition costs nowadays, out-of-state tuition, and you're at home in your, in your pajamas filling out worksheets, what are you doing? I'd advise you go ahead and drop out. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Let's talk about the DNC happening as we speak. Uh, I don't think anybody's on stage as of right now. It might be a little bit later. Who knows? The DNC is really weird. They're breaking it up in a different days, like an hour each day. What's the purpose? Do it all in one day. Get it over with. We'll talk about the Kim classic, classic video, pardon me, out of Baltimore, Maryland. It's going pretty much viral right now. Um, we got to talk about the Black Lives Matter so-called security guard kicking the innocent random white guy in his face when he was on the ground. We got to talk about a whole lot of things that are going on right now all over the place. And again, I thank y'all for joining this episode of ABL Live. And if you enjoyed the content, if you like what you're hearing so far, if you just like what I got going on over here, give me a thumbs up on the video like the video share the video do all that good stuff and thank y'all for listening on an audio streaming platform of your choice i'm on spotify anchor stitcher um apple what's that the apple store A apple itunes google play i'm pretty much everywhere uh and if you don't see me on there just search abo live i should come right on up there's also a link in the description box below to get this particular video you're hearing right now live on youtube over there as audio only if your bandwidth is kind of high you can't listen to it just through watching the video go over there audio only it'll be available this show will be available on friday morning eight o'clock a.m eastern and then a saturday show will be available monday morning eight o'clock a.m eastern all right so we got a whole lot going on and i appreciate y'all for being here uh, shout out to everybody from all over the country, all over the world. And shout out to the ABO crew. I appreciate you guys. And shout out to the moderators as well. We, we got a whole lot happening. Um, I'm looking forward to the RNC. Really, the DNC has been cringy at best. I'm talking super cringy. Um, and, and, the, and the main thing is just, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an adjustment because of this virus thing. Nobody can be in person. So it's a bunch of pre-recorded stuff or some live shots. And I can't even really differentiate between the pre-recorded and the live shots for the most part. So it was just kind of strange. It's a bunch of doom and gloom. And, and my, my question to them would be, where is the enthusiasm for your man? Where is the enthusiasm for Joe Biden? There, there should be some Joe Biden enthusiasm, but I don't really see any of that. So I'm just trying to figure out what's really going on. Right. I'm trying to figure out what's happening. You should say, you know what? Hey, Joe Biden's our guy. He's going to do X. He's going to do Y. He's going to do Z. But they're just talking about orange man bad, um, all kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Slick Willie right quick. Did you guys see the pictures? Did you guys see the pictures of Slick Willie that have somehow been hitting for the past 20 years? I'm talking about since 2002, 
there have been pictures of him with the Epstein uh, rape accuser or the person that accused Epstein of raping him. Uh, she was of Asian in, in the picture, but Slick Willie, I mean, let's, let's, let's take a look at the picture. And, I mean, when I saw it, I thought it was fake. I was like, is this real? But now you got mainstream media reporting it, so it's most certainly real. Okay, the, the girl in the video, um, the, the, the girl in the, not the video, the picture said that it is her, but he was a perfect gentleman. Now, there it is right there. That's Slick Willie. This is in, an, in a random airport. I'm not really sure where it is. Probably like an island somewhere. You know, because, you know, the island that they would go to when they would get on Jeffrey Epstein's plane, the Lolita Express, that was Little St. James Island. So they probably somewhere in Bahamas. I don't know. But, you know, he's 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 all tense and tired from being in a, in a private plane. So you got a, a neck massage from the young lady right there who, like I said, is a person that claims that they were raped by Slick Willie's friend, Jeffrey Epstein. Now, what if they had pictures like this of Donald Trump? Oh, it'd be everywhere. It'd be all over the place. It would be on signs. Matter of fact, I might make that. I might make that into a T-shirt and put it on my site because that right there, we need to see that picture out there more. I mean, so look, look, he, he just chilling. You know what I mean? Laid back, relaxed. That's lit with you all day long. That's the way it is. That's 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 the Monica Lewinsky type situation. You know what I'm talking about? So yeah, you're gonna have this guy speak at the DNC. Talking about how bad Trump is and he has low moral character, sir. That the funniest part was when this guy, your, your former president Bill Clinton, aka Slick Willie, the funniest part was when he said that Trump is using the Oval Office improperly, sir. Where's your situational awareness? Okay, don't you don't you see the pictures? Maybe he recorded his thing before pictures came out, but still, don't you understand what you did in the Oval Office with Monica Lewinsky? I mean, have we all forgotten about that? I know we didn't forget about that. I know his wife didn't forget. I know his daughter, Chelsea, she didn't forget either. Quote, unquote, daughter. I know she didn't forget. So what are we even doing? Using the office improperly? I've not heard about Donald Trump doing anything like what you did in the Oval Office with Monica Lewinsky. But again, this is a family show, so I digress. My whole point is that I don't think Bill Clinton was really uh, thinking about his past when he said something like that out there at the DNC. Okay, it, it was a whole lot of lies that were going on at the DNC as well. A lot of lies, L-I-E-S, mistruths, um, misstatements, a lot of lies that were going on. They, they repeated the whole thing about Charlottesville, good people on both sides. And you know what? I've debunked that over and over again. But I'm going to debunk it one more time live on the air. Now, y'all know that I grew up in Virginia. I was born in West Virginia and I was raised in Virginia. So I've lived all over like the two states. You know, I come from Canal County, but I've been to Greenbrier. I've been to Morgantown. I've been down Bluefield. And then I came over and I went, I've, I've been to Roanoke, Richmond, uh, Northern Virginia, uh, Hampton Roads is where I really grew up, but I've been all over both states. I know both states very well. I've been to Charlottesville many times. Right on 64, before you get to the big mountain, before you get to 81, you can go down to Roanoke, you go down past Roanoke, and then hit 64 to West Virginia and go through the mountains. I know all about that area. I got friends that were at the rally on that day in 2017. Now, the mainstream media and the left will say, oh, Trump said good people on both sides. He was talking about 
Um, one side being the white supremacist, neo-Nazi, KKK, and the other side being the counter-protesters against him, but that was not the case. The actual situation was a statue of Robert E. Lee that was on or near the campus of UVA, all right? That's a, big, that's a big college just right there. That's basically what Charlottesville is, is a college town with also some plastic surgeon offices there for some reason. But anyway, the whole issue was the statue. It was not about anything else. It was not about, uh, you know, any kind of radical groups, right, left, center, politically agnostic. It was not about that. However, you had a bunch of subversive groups that came there that day to do whatever they wanted to do. You had the white supremacists, neo-Nazi KKK, and also Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and other just subversive groups that came there that day, okay? But Charlottesville is not even that kind of, it's a small town, it's not some kind of big metropolis area, or nor is it known for any kind of racial violence like that. It's like you, you pass through there when you drive in, and if you go to college there, you might stop and let stay in a dorm or something like that. And if you want to get a nose job, you might sit there for a couple of days, get your nose worked on and go back to DC, probably where you come from. Anyway, that's all that it is. It's not some kind of bad place like that. You had regular normies that were there on either side of the statue, staying or leaving. That's what the whole thing was. And then here comes all these outsiders from all over the country doing their own thing for various reasons. Unite their right, all this and that. The Black Lives Matter coming from New York. You see signs out there, BLM New York. Okay, what are people from New York doing in a small town in Virginia? For what? It's because they had their own ulterior motives. All right, that's what was going on in a bunch of anti-Trump protesters and whatnot. That's what's happening. It's the same thing going on right now with the BLM so-called protests, which ain't nothing but riots. You have traveling protesters really rioters from all over the country coming in tearing down the city and then leaving that's what's happening and that's what happened in charlottesville that day trump was not speaking about the neo-nazis as a matter of fact he said that he was not speaking about them during the talk not afterwards not a short time later not in a subsequent statement he said it right there during the talk but the media keep wanting to push that and the Democratic Party keep wanting to push that because they don't have anything on their side that's based in truth. They don't have anything based in reality. So they got to keep going on doing whatever they want to do that way to push lies. And they also were lying about the post office. Anybody trying to sabotage the post office? I'm seeing online pictures. I'm seeing memes talking about, oh, they're locking the mailboxes up. They're tearing down mailboxes. Okay. How often do you go to the post office and drop off something in the mailbox and, and mail a letter? I mean, I do that because, like, I got business to take care of, but not that often. I'm not there, like, every day. And quite frankly, I use the UPS store where I got my P.O. box more than the post office. So, you know, some of these mailboxes are just not being used. So it's no point in having them up because if... You can have most of the mail go to one, one location centrally. It cuts down on the time they got to go to each mailbox and get out like one letter from each. You know, just have them all in one place or two places rather than 15 places. Cut down on the volume of all the mailboxes and it just makes sense that way. It, it saves money. The post office has not updated with time because the government's pretty much been floating them forever, really, for a very long time at least. They, they don't make money, they hemorrhage money, and they're trying to figure out ways to streamline the process, make things more efficient, and to not just be wasting so much money. Trump gave them a lifeline of like $10 billion in the previous uh, stimulus virus stimulus bill, 
but the Democrats want more money because what they want to do is force vote by mail without it being tested. They're talking about, oh, Trump votes by mail. That's not what he's talking about. Voting by mail is not the equivalent to absentee voting. Absentee voting is normal. You got to fill it out. You got to have a good reason. You got to, you know, provide ID. You got to do all the things, all things you need to be able to get sent a ballot. Yet it has to be purposeful and intentful. You got to be able to ask for it, receive it, and go through a few hoops to be able to get it versus universal mail-in ballot. You get ballots on the ground, hanging out in mailboxes. I was listening to the news today and Kelly McEnany, shout out to her, great uh, person. She slays the media. But she was saying that the ballots were all over the place to the point where they were pinned to neighborhood um, bulletin boards. Like if you live in an apartment complex and you have a lobby downstairs or wherever it is, your ballot might be pasted to the board because it's so all over the place and on the ground. It's to the equivalent of like junk mail on the floor. Okay. And we know how often right now today that mail does not go to the right mailbox. Mail might go to somebody's house that doesn't live there anymore. If you are a resident has been in your house for a little while, but you're not the first occupant of it, especially in an apartment, you might get eight, nine, 10 different ballots from different people. It's not uh, an efficient way to do things. Absentee balloting makes more sense because you got to be purposeful. You got to be intentful and it's got to be a legitimate reason why you got to have the ballot. It just makes sense. But the media keep wanting to make these lies up because they know the only way they're going to be able to have a chance of winning, of getting Joe Biden across the finish line is if they try to, you know, if they try to cheat or, you know, kind of bend the rules. That's what they got to do. It's very clear. It's very simple. So shout out to y'all, though. Thank you all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up on the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. Um, did you guys see Cardi B interview Joe Biden? Speaking of uh, ridiculous things, Joe Biden should have been going on all the Sunday shows. If not Joe Biden, at least Kamala Harris, somebody, you know, bring them to the Sunday shows. Um, Fox, MS-13, DNC, somewhere. Well, NBC, not MS-DNC. But NBC, Fox, CBS, ABC, somewhere. They didn't do any of them. Instead, they gave an interview to Cardi B. I mean, you're talking about a, a stripper rapper, a strapper. You gave her the interview. Looking like somebody's 48-year-old Puerto Rican auntie trying to get a job in Bronx, New York. You're going to put her with Joe Biden, one of the filthiest entertainers of, like, of today. You're going to put her in there. I mean, would it be even, you could have, if you're not going to do mainstream media, that's fine. That's okay. At least get a respectable person that's not mainstream media. Not even somebody like me. I mean, I'm not trying to just push myself. I'm just trying to say, not a stripper rapper, not a strapper, okay? Take it a little bit more seriously. And then my thing is, okay, what are you trying to do there? Okay, I know you're trying to avoid the mainstream media. I get it because they're going to ask you actual questions. They're not just going to be talking the whole time and make it be a podcast. They're going to actually ask you questions and really dig into you a little bit. And you might not be ready. You might get triggered. And then that dimension might start to flare up. And you might just say something that you don't want to say. I think that you may regret. And it might take sound bites that you look crazy. So you don't want to do that. You pick Cardi B. Why? It's like, okay, let's just get, uh, uh, you know, this, this, this entertainer. 
she can appeal to the black vote, maybe even the Hispanic vote too, because she's both, because she's black, obviously, and she's also Hispanic. She can speak Spanish. She's Dominican. So, okay, put her out there. That'll work for me. We got engagement. We got views. That's all we gonna. That's all we need. You know, nobody that has a brain in their head, nobody that a person that votes can actually understand. Let's be clear. If you're voting and you registered to vote, you went through all the whole process, you probably got a little bit of a brain in your head. You're not going to be, you know, some kind of way challenged to the point where you don't understand what's being said. If you understand how to fill out a, a you know, a sheet and register and vote, you understand how to listen to a, a, a media personality give an interview. But she put Cardi B out there. It's crazy. And then it was heavily edited, but he still looked terrible. You said he had, what he, what he had, four or five grandkids, but he had seven grandkids. Did you forget about two other grandkids? Like, what's really going on here, sir? It was just really a big mess. But hey, that's Joe Biden for you. Even with heavy editing, even with no media personality there to ask actual questions, they still could make him look good. He still looked like he had one foot in the proverbial grave. Okay, the banana peel is right up under his heel. And if he takes one more step, he's going to do head over heels, backflip like the cartoons with the stars and everything, the birds flying around his head, right into the grave. That's pretty much what's going to happen to uh, Mr. Joe Biden. It is what it is. Oh, I got to say this right here. In the, what was that? In the, in the DNC, where Jill and Joe had a little talk about how they met, talking about, now you guys know better than I do. You guys smarter than I am. It, it was kind of murky. I do remember him saying something about, well, not him. It was Jill talking about, oh, I had a boyfriend or I was seeing somebody, but I kind of uh, stood them up to go see Joe. Well, Jill Biden made it seem like she was just chilling at the house, working in the pottery, at home knitting or something like that, watching Mary Tyler Moore. Like she was just chilling at the house and then here comes Joe Biden and they fall madly in love. What she does not say is that she was already married when she met Joe. She already had a husband and Joe knew him apparently, or they were at least acquaintances. They had photos together and everything else. What she made it seem like is not what it was. Apparently from what the husband, the ex-husband had been saying is that Joe Biden took Jill from him. They were married. Here comes Joe Joe and Jill have an affair, and then that's what happens, according to the husband. Now, maybe the husband is wrong, but maybe he's not. I do know one thing. When she look at the actual, because she was married to the first guy, that's a fact. That's not even, when she look at the dates of when she was married and divorced the first husband and then married Joe Biden, you got some, you got a little bit of time right there. You got a little bit of an overlap going on. So I'm trying to figure out what's really happening. Okay, when did they actually meet? That's what I want to know. Okay, they got married at a particular point in time. Like, I think I think it says that Joe and Jill got married two years after she was divorced from her first husband. But the question is, when did they get, how long did they date before they got married? When did they actually meet? There's some overlap right there. So what's really going on? <laughs> Rascal says she was married to Corn Pop. Hilarious. But she was already married when she met Joe. And Joe knew the guy. They knew each other. So what's really going on? 
oh, I'm a devout Catholic. I can't tell. And then you want to try to crash on Trump talking about, oh, he cheated on his wife. Well, what's going on with you, sir? You over here, you being a homewrecker. You a bona fide homewrecker. It's usually the other way around, ain't it? It's usually the woman that come in as a homewrecker, but you the homewrecker. You took this man's wife from him. So what's really going on? Huh? You abusing your power to this man's wife. And now it's kind of like you see what the wife is about. Maybe she's engaging in the elder abuse. Joe Biden should not be out there on the campaign trail. This man is a few trees short of a forest. He is a few strawberries short of an entire field. This guy's just not really there. Mentally, he's pretty much checked out. Okay, lights on, but ain't nobody home. You understand what I'm trying to say? You can see straight through his house. Ain't nobody there, ain't no furniture there or nothing. He should not be out there. But she could be the architect behind the elder abuse. Not just... Jill Biden, of course, but also the Democratic Party in general, the entire DNC, they're behind the elder abuse. They're like, look, man, I know he's dead, but just drag him across the finish line, man. We'll just put Kamala Harris in there or somebody, but we'll get a team behind him. It doesn't even really matter who's the person in there because they're not going to be governing. It'll be the team behind them. It'll be the shadow government. It'll be the deep state. They're going to be the ones governing. That's how it normally is with presidents, at least in the past, at least ever since like post Reagan has been like that. Okay. You are not really the president. You just, you know, sit here, look pretty, go to the event, shake hands, kiss babies. You're a figurehead. That's why they don't like Trump, because Trump is an actual leader. He's an actual person that's governing in the White House. They don't want that. I mean, nah, they want you to just be the face of what they do behind the scenes. All right. That's kind of how that goes. This is why you had these so-called Republicans speaking out against them. People like Colin Powell. Oh, I'm a Republican. I can't tell. When if you voted Republican last, Mr. Colin Powell, you tell me that Colin Powell is Barack Obama, but it just, and, and, you know, from being from the military, basically, that's what he is. OK, and then who else? Um, John Kasich, a, a, a nobody. Who else? Uh, John Kerry, John Kerry, John Kasich, John McCain and Colin Powell are all the same person. Big, big neocons. Uh, that's what they are. So I don't really care about them being conservative or Republican or quote unquote sane. No, but they're neocons and neocons are as neocons do. It's simple as that. That's why they were out there uh, supporting Joe Biden. How are you going to say you conservative and then vote for a guy that supports abortion on demand, that supports the funding of police, that, support, that, that supports all these far leftist ideals? Kasich said, oh, he's not going to turn hard. He's not going to turn hard left. He's already turned hard left when they asked him, hey, do you want to defund the police? He was like, no, but I want to reroute money. That's called defunding. OK, that's like if somebody asked me, hey, do you want to give me some of your money from your bank account? I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. But what if they say, well, how about I reroute some money from you and put it to my account? Oh, yeah, I'll do that. It's the same thing. Like, let's not play these simple childish word games, okay? I understand, like I say all the time, I'm not Albert Einstein, but I understand when somebody's trying to play games with words, okay? Defunding the police is the equivalent of taking money from the police. It's the same thing. It's no difference, okay? As simple as that. Oh, we're going to put money over here. It's the same thing. You can defund them, and then the money that you defund it moves somewhere else. It's the exact same thing. There's no difference, all right? But what else we got going on? It's a whole lot happening out here on, on the internet. Oh, shout out to Kim Classic for the video. If you guys have not seen that, you got to watch it. I put it on my channel. There's also a link. There's also an article on my website about it. You got to check it out. Excellent video. And if you don't know who Kim Classic is, she's running right now. I'll try to find a picture of her right quick. But she's running right now 
in, in Baltimore, well, in the Baltimore area, and Maryland's 7th District, which includes parts of, I think, West Baltimore and also Howard County, which is like right right there, kind of like the, the suburb type area of Baltimore. Okay, so she's running right now. And the seat that she is trying to get was held for a long time by Elijah Cummings. And he died last year, rest in peace. He died. So there was a special election earlier this year where she actually lost to Kwasi Fume. And if you don't know who Kwasi Fume is, he used to be the president of the NAACP, not just in Baltimore, Maryland, but the national NAACP. So he's a very well-known person, been around politics for a long time. So she lost to him. But, you know, it's going to be hard. You in Baltimore, heavily Democratic area. Uh, she got 25% of the vote, though, to 75%. So that's not bad. I mean, to be kind of a relative newcomer and a Republican conservative, and you get 25% of the black vote, not, not the black vote, of the entire vote up there, that's not that bad. So that was the special election to replace him because he had died. So they were just trying to fill the seat. Now, in November... She'll be up again against Kwasi and Fume, if I'm not mistaken. And she's trying to actually win. and or, or at least just do better. That's the main thing. So she put an ad out that really addressed what's happening with Baltimore and the Democratic policies. Okay. And uh, Kwasi and Fume said something talking about, oh, so what? She doesn't live anywhere in the 7th District. But it's like, all right, Kwasi and Fume, where do you live? I'm sure you got plenty of money, Mr. Former President of the National NAACP, Mr. Former um, Politician in Baltimore, Maryland area already for 10, 15, 20 years. You got plenty of money. So where do you live? I know you don't live down in West Baltimore and no row house and no dope house and nothing like that. So where do you live at? Huh? Maybe you live downtown. I don't think you do. You probably live somewhere out Howard. You might even, you might live um, in Delaware, you might live like in, in Bowie or somewhere far away, Columbia, nowhere near 7th District. So let's not even play games like that. But yeah, it was an excellent ad. And if you've not seen it, it was on my website. You got to check it out. But she spoke to regular people. Matter of fact, I'm going to play that part of it so you can kind of see what I'm talking about. She was speaking to regular people about what's happening in the city. And you got to check this out. Okay, here it is right here. Again, this is Kim Klasik, and she's running in, in, in Maryland, 7th District, which includes parts of Baltimore and also neighboring Howard County. All right, so this is how the video starts. Got the, got the red heels. Now, I mean, keeping it, staying feminine, of course, while soon being a politician. And let's check it out. Do you care about black lives? The people that run Baltimore don't. I can prove it. Walk with me. They don't want you to see this. So I won't, I won't play the entire thing here. I did a video about it. I just want to skip to the part when she's speaking about when she's talking to the regular people about defunding the police. Check it out. But any Baltimore neighborhood and ask this question. Do you want to defund the police? No. No. Absolutely not. I had three sons killed in Baltimore City. And I think if we defund the police, it's going to be worse than that. So no, I'm opposed to that. What are you going to defund the police for? Why? How do you defend your city, your community? Families are losing people. It's not just Baltimore. The worst place for a black person to live in America is a Democrat-controlled city. It's 2020. Name a blue city where black people's lives have gotten better. Try. I'll wait. 
Look at this. How are children supposed to live here and play here? You know, the, the crazy part is that Baltimore shouldn't be looking like that because Maryland is not a poor state by any stretch of the imagination. It's one of the top five or ten most wealthy in the nation because of all that federal money that comes in through uh, Washington, D.C. and spreads outward. Okay? It, it should be, it should have much more money than that. It should be much more prosperous than that. But Democrat rule, you see what's going on. And I said in my video, a prime example of Democrat rule or very loose laws that contribute to a place declining was over in California. You got two cities, neighbor, you got two neighboring cities. Um, I forget what the cities are, but they're like in L.A. County somewhere. Now, one city does not allow the homelessness and the trash and the filth at all in their city. The other one does. And the two meet at a certain point under a bridge. It's kind of an invisible line of demarcation. It's not like some kind of border or a moat or like a DMZ, but it's just like an invisible line. It's just right there. But people, the planners know where it is. On one side of the line, you have spotless um, roll, not a speck of trash on the ground. It's totally just pristine and beautiful. On the other side, you got pure filth, garbage, trash. Okay, now these cities are really in the same place. I'm talking about directly side by side. There's a bridge and up under the bridge is a line of demarcation between the two cities. But on one side of the line, it's total filth and the other side is totally clean. So what's going on? It's the policies that are in the city. When you allow trash, when you allow filth, when you allow drugs, when you allow just violent criminal behavior, you're going to get filth and crime and drugs and criminal and violent behavior. It's simple. So the policy's got to tighten up. Now, will Baltimore become some type of shining metropolis? Maybe not. Maybe it would. But at least you wouldn't have just straight varmint and trash and bandos all over the place. Abandoned bills all over the place. You would not have these row houses looking like Fallujah or somewhere else. You know, Middle East, war-torn, Syria, Aleppo. You would not have that going on right here in the States if you had better policies. Now, I hope she's able to win. But it's going to be an uphill battle in a place like Baltimore, Maryland. It's going to be hard, but she's trying and she's making the she's making the dent. And we got to keep on and keep putting the pressure so something can change. Because if you don't, then it's, it's just going to be like that forever. You know, if you've seen The Wire, that's pretty much the way it looked in The Wire is the way it looks right now. And if you don't change anything, it'll continue to be the same way forevermore until it just gets bulldozed or they come in and gentrify it until dc until government becomes so big the entire state of maryland becomes washington dc all right that'd be the only way that it changes if you don't do anything right now with the policies that are affecting people that live in the area that don't happen to be working for the government with six-figure income so it is what it is shout out to y'all for being here oh did you guys see michelle obama say oh it is what it is and there was this whole big media clamoring for it. i'm like what's the big deal she said it is what it is so what who cares you know, no, no, it's not really a big deal at all. But what else we got going on? Oh, yeah. And also, I like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. I appreciate you if you did. Oh, the, the Black Lives Matter security guard assaulting the random white man on the street. Now, this, this video was crazy. And I think the only reason why that happened is because the guy that did it, the perpetrator, he was conflicted about himself. You know, biracial guy, not feeling white enough, not feeling black enough, want to overcompensate. And you feel like, you know, you can be, first of all, it's on the Black Lives Matter. That's the first thing. 
But the second thing is you can uh, just hit this random white guy with a sucker kick. I mean, er everything he did was wrong. I'll I back up a little bit to explain what's happening because you didn't see the video or you don't know what's happening. Now, in, in Portland, Oregon, you have all these protests, really riots every single night. Now, one poor soul happened to drive into the protest, not like he hit anybody, but he was just driving his car, probably trying to go from point A to point B, and he encountered the so-called protests on the street. Now, he's just trying to get by. He's trying to get past. Um, there was a transgender person. I don't know what the gender is. Don't, don't get me to lying. But a transgender person that he was trying to defend who was getting just punched in the face. I'm talking about just straight up punched in the face. I don't even know why. And he was trying to defend them. And then they end up, you know, harassing him. They're, they're, they're surrounding his car. They're swarming him. He eventually is able to flee in his car. You know, he's able to kind of speed off, but he crashes his car nearby into a light pole. So when he does that, they surround him again. The so-called protesters really ride around him again. He gets out of the car because he crashed it and he's hurt. And they shove him, shove him on the ground. They're yelling at him, asking them random questions, talking about don't don't go in your car, don't reach in the car. Wait for the cops to get here. And he's trying to call somebody. He's trying to call his wife or somebody. He's on the ground. He's trying to make a call. I'm not really sure why, but he was just doing that when he was on the ground. Because again, they had pushed him on the ground and saying, Don't move, don't talk to you know, stay right there. So he was on his phone trying to make a call or whatever. And here comes the so-called BLM security guy from behind him and he kicks him like right here in his jaw square in his jaw a sucker kick he didn't even see it coming and when he got the kick his head he just fell he just fell down his head hit the the pavement like the asphalt and he was unconscious for a while now the person did not die thank god he is recovering right now he's you know bruised up obviously black eyes and everything else from being attacked by this guy now the guy that did that is a guy by the name of Marquise Love. They, they call him Keese. Uh, and right when I saw it, I knew what was going on. Because right when they were surrounding this car to begin with, I saw him. I saw he had, he was he was cussing a lot and saying the N-word a lot. But he had this real big kind of like poof. Like, you know, I could not grow hair like that. When I, when I see that kind of hair on the male, I think you're biracial. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying, I just, I can identify you pretty easily. So he's saying, I'm black, I'm black N-word. He's saying that over and over again because when you look at him, he might not really know that he's black. He might pass for something else. He might pass for some kind of Hispanic or maybe even white, you know, Italian or something. He might not know that he's black or that he's biracial, black and white. He's saying, I'm black, I'm black, and the N-word over and over. So I'm like, oh, okay, I see what's going on. You're a radicalized biracial. That's what's happening even those that were surrounding the car and were kind of like barking at the guy were not as intense as him because it wasn't even about the guy in the car. It's about him trying to prove a point to himself and to everybody that's around him. You see what I'm saying? So that's why when the guy was on the ground, he did that move. Nobody was at that point. Nobody was touching the guy. Nobody was bothering him. And then here comes the guy with, with, a, suck, with a sucker kick inside of his jaw. That right there is because he is a radicalized biracial. It's a lot of that type of stuff going on right now. These so-called protests, really riots, people just engaging in general crime because they got 
things they want to do. It's like a it's like a fight club. If you want to go there and fight, if you want to go there and air your insecurities and your grievances, then that's what you go there for. That that's pretty much how it works at these places. So if you're out there, if if you're out there at these protests, somebody said it. Somebody said self hatred. Exactly. That's what it is. It's it's self hatred. So if you're out there at these so called protests, really riots, you're part of it. You are part of it. If you if you're not out there for the purpose of trying to stop it, then you're part of it. You know, if you're a peaceful protester, you're part of it. This is why I said it before. Ain't no such thing as a peaceful protest. Either you out there as part of law enforcement or you're trying to stop the violence or you're part of the violence. It, it ain't nothing else to it. Oh, I got maced in my eye. I was a peaceful protester. So what, man? You out there. If you're not trying to get maced in your hind parts of your eye, whatever it is, I need you to go back to the crib and just stay there, okay? There's no point in getting a taser lead in your eyeball and now you didn't get your vision destroyed forever for what? Because you wouldn't be out there airing a grievance, so you wouldn't be out there trying to steal a flat screen TV. Is a flat screen TV worth your life? Or or, or your or your limbs or your, your your bodily functions? Huh? Is it is it worth that? I, I don't think that it should be worth that. But it is what it is. So yeah, the the guy that got kicked with a with a sucker kick, he's at home recovering and hopefully he'll be fine. But the guy that did that, he you know, it's that self-hatred, trying to prove something to somebody. That's what's going on with that all day long. All right. And then what else we got going on? Uh, that's one topic I want to talk about. That cover everything. I cover all the DNC. So now the DNC tonight, you got Barack Obama speaking. They're talking about, oh, it's going to be, or it's going to tear Trump apart. Okay. I got a question about Barack Obama. Um, where was Barack Obama at when... Joe Biden was running. Barack Obama was quiet as a church mouse when um, Joe Biden was running. He could have used some help because for a while there, his campaign was dead in the water. I'm talking about dead in the water. Now, luckily, he got the black vote in South Carolina, you know, and he's ungrateful for that. Talking about if you don't vote Joe Biden, you ain't black. And no, do you smoke crack? All this and that. And the third, you know, this total disrespecting, bringing out Cardi B, you know, Taking the black vote for granted, but at the same time relying upon the black vote. You understand what I'm saying? But anyway, he um, did not show up during Joe Biden running for president, talking about Barack Obama. But now all of a sudden, he's like his biggest champion. And even still, after Biden got a nomination, I did not hear much from Barack Obama. He did a talk right when Biden pretty much got it. But I've not heard about him since then. Or from Michelle Obama. She's trying to push that podcast or whatever she got on Netflix. She's not really worried about Joe Biden. Okay. I feel like the politics at this particular point in time are beneath the Obamas, especially a Joe Biden. And there was an article that came out from Politico that says that Obama did not want Biden to run because he knew that he had messed things up. He knew that he would mess it up because even during the Obama administration, Joe Biden was on as a quote unquote gaffer. But ain't no gaffing going on now. What's happening right now is just straight up incompetence. Joe Biden does not know where he is or who he is. He don't know what's going on. It's not even about anything else at this particular point in time. Not at all. Yeah, somebody says Obama can't stand Biden. He said so himself. Hashtag junkies united for life. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that one, Prestige. Poor kids, just as smart as white kids. I forgot about that one. So poor kids are as smart as white kids. 
Um, I don't want integration. I want the crime bill. I'm great at making the crime bill. If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Um, Kamala Harris, she ain't black because it wasn't nobody else that was in the Senate. Aside from Charlie Chisholm, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, he's just like time and time again telling you how much he does not like you or doesn't really care about you and takes you for granted. But you're going to go out there and vote for that man. And, and Kamala Harris selecting her was a big slap in the face. Of a lot of people, a lot of black folks, too, because Kamala Harris. I mean, it's, it's hilarious how you have this whole movement going on right from BLM and the same people that said that. You know, the Black Lives Matter, hands up, don't shoot. They're talking about, oh, we got to get Joe Biden in office and he's got to get a black woman. So why you want Joe Biden? Joe Biden wrote, wrote, wrote the crime bill in 1994. He was the author of the crime bill. And then he selects Kamala Harris, who was a attorney general in California, you know, for a while. And she locked a lot of black men up. Some of them innocently denied them the ability to get, uh, you know, exonerated upon new evidence. I'm not saying the people that she locked up were innocent or guilty. All I'm saying is that um, if the movement, quote unquote, movement right now is about a cab, all cops are bad, you know, defund the police. How are you going to try to defund the police with the police? You know, you're talking about a top cop and a guy that had the biggest crime bill in history and Joe Biden. They're on the same ticket. Trump is a businessman just trying to get you money. He's just trying to make money, trying to keep everybody secure. And, and that's really where it ends. They're trying to actually control your life through legislation and whatnot. They've already proven it. Look at my track record. You have a very spotty track record, sir. Talking about uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And she has, you know, some some issues, you know, with uh, Willie Brown, a former mayor of San Francisco. This guy was married and had an affair with Kamala Harris. And in return for the affair, he gave her certain, you know, high-ranking jobs in the the bay area that helped propel her political career all right but we won't talk about that we pretty much leave it leave it alone we won't even go down that road you know <laughs> somebody says blending retro gamer 81 says blend that's hilarious <laughs> uh blazing that's that's the old school blazing but blending yeah kamala harris to call kamala harris is black is a little bit of a stretch you know she's more red dot you know east indian than anything else rather than black you know she has black ancestry and white ancestry but mostly you know red dot east indian ancestry so how do you pick one of the lowest like you got okay you got three races right or three like racial groups you got the east indian asian whatever you want to call it white and black so why do you select black and it's the funniest thing to me is seeing the media the first um, what did they say? The first black woman, Asian woman. What the first Asian woman, black woman. How are you just going to say Asian woman, black woman together in one sentence like that? Asian woman, black woman. Does it even make any sense? Or to say Asian black woman. What? Are, are we really serious? The first African American, Asian American. What? It's so dumb. But the media will do anything to protect the Democratic Party. Anything. They can say how bad the cops are, how much we got to defund them and how bad prosecutors are locking up innocent black men and then go say Kamala Harris is great. And if you pronounce her name wrong, you're a racist. Me going to cancel you. That's how they do. That's why I don't take anything the mainstream media says seriously at all. I don't care what they say. And a lot of you feel the same way about the mainstream media. You know, that it's not really it, it's not um, it's not relevant. It's not consistent. It's not. 
you know, trustworthy. It's just kind of like there in the background, you know? So yeah, but Joe Biden is not going to win. They're talking about Joe Biden's going to win. This is 2016 all over again. Oh, the, the polls say Joe Biden is leading by a wide margin. Trump can't win. He's going to get roundly defeated. How is he going to lose when uh, Hillary Clinton lost? And Hillary Clinton is much better of a candidate than Joe Biden is right now. So how is he going to lose? You tell me. And, and he's the incumbent. And his support among his base is not dwindled. It's actually grown. I'm seeing more Trump supporters, not less. I, I go around town wherever I go. I've never seen a Joe Biden bumper sticker or yard sign or anything like that. I see more Bernie Sanders bumper stickers than anything else. I do see those. I, I see Andrew Yang, but I don't see Joe Biden stuff at all. There is zero enthusiasm. And talking about the DNC had like 50% less viewers from this time in 2016. Because people like Hillary Clinton more, they wanted to see her more. Some are going to say, oh, because it was virtual. Okay, well, um, remember that whole thing with Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning and a bunch of other guys? I think it was, I forget who else was there. But I know Peyton and Tiger and Tom Brady, uh, was it Phil Mickelson? They were out there golfing hitting balls into the woods that got like 9 million viewers. Okay. So if you got some guys barely golfing with no crowd, getting 9 million viewers, surely you're able to crack more than 2000 on Twitter or on YouTube. I got more than 2000 right now. I'm just a regular person. I'm not a political person. I don't have a big machine behind me like the DNC does, but they're barely able to crack 2000 viewers on Twitter. Really? I mean, come on. There's no enthusiasm there at all for these people. And everybody knows it. That's why they got to come out there and do stuff like, oh, we got we to gotta vote by mail. We got to have no ID because they want to be able to fraud. That's what's happening. Okay. There was one person that already got locked up for, you know, filling out or partially filling out mail-in ballots where they got sent. She, she partially filled them out with Democrat. It was like 400 ballots that got sent like that to people. You, you see what I'm saying? Now, you, you must... you. Messing with my mail. That's that's um, voter intimidation, voter interference. You're going to Gitmo, Big Rocks, Little Rocks, doing something like that. You know, if you steal a letter out of a mailbox, that's a felony right there. So if you manipulate 400 ballots, mail-in ballots, okay, and you put Democrat already on it, man, you're going straight to the gulag, straight to the straight to the husku. I mean, ain't going to be no pass go for you, not at all. Oh, and shout out to, oh, I forgot about Goodyear. Thank you for that, Carrie. Now the whole Goodyear kerfuffle, if you guys have seen that. I uh, almost did a video, but I had no time when I came back from doing what I was doing today. But Goodyear, they put out this, um, well, I got to be honest. It wasn't necessarily Goodyear. It was a Goodyear location. Uh, I think it was a Goodyear plant in Topeka, in Topeka, Kansas. Now, what they did, they put out this, um, this little it appears to be some kind of slide or uh uh you know uh a, a printout or something now what happened was they here, here it is right here i'm gonna just read it on the screen it'd be kind of hard to see so i'll just read it out for you they put out this thing that says zero tolerance so i guess it's like workplace stuff what you can and can't do you know hr type stuff you know if you do this you're gonna go you don't get written up or whatever so here it is from the Topeka, Kansas plant. Goodyear. 
it says zero tolerance, like apparel stuff. On the left side, you have acceptable. On the right, you have unacceptable. Now, on the left, under acceptable, you have Black Lives Matter, BLM, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, pride, LGBT. So all of that right there is acceptable. You can wear that. There's no problem. You won't get in trouble. You won't get written up. It's all good, right? Now, on the right-hand side, under unacceptable, you have Blue Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, MAGA attire, political affiliated slogans or material. Now, the political stuff, I understand if it's on both sides. Okay, you can't have on a MAGA hat. You can't have on a Ryan with Biden hat. You can't be one of the 12 guys in the entirety of the lower 48 that has a Ryan with um, Biden hat on and go to Goodyear and work in there, do whatever you want to do. So all you guys, you know, you probably fit in one car, go back to the house, change out your hat, and go back to work, and you'd be just fine, okay? But anyway, I understand that. But why would they point out MAGA attire specifically? You could just say political affiliated slogans or material in general and leave it at that. Why are you pointing out MAGA hats, huh? And then they say all lives matter or blue lives matter. Now, why is that not right? Why can't you have that? What's, I mean, if you can have Black Lives Matter, why can't you have All Lives Matter? Now, there was an explanation put out by Goodyear, and they were saying that, first of all, that was not us to put it out. That was not Goodyear corporate. That was them in Topeka, Kansas. So they're saying, look, it's not us that did it. Blame them morons over there in Topeka. However, they did say that they have a policy that says you can't have politically motivated stuff on it, but it's not, you know, it's, it's not by the candidate. It's not just, okay, you can't wear Trump hats, but you can't wear Biden hats. It's not like that. It's a, it's, it's about everybody. It's not discriminatory. So, okay, that makes sense. And then they were talking about, oh, well, hold on. I'm going to read it right quick. Uh, let me see. You can have an inclusive, respectful workplace, blah, 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 blah. Now, here it is. Third and finally, Goodyear has always wholeheartedly supported both equality and law enforcement and will continue to do so. These are not mutually exclusive. We have heard from some of you that believe Goodyear is anti-police after reacting to the visual. Nothing could be further from the truth. And we have the utmost appreciation for the vital work police do on behalf of our shared communities. This can't be said strongly enough. Now, I don't see anything in this statement about black lives matter specifically and all lives matter i don't see that it's talk about law enforcement it's talk about political stuff but not the blm all lives matter stuff so i would assume that they would um say that's not a thing they're going to ban but they need to be very specific and say whoever made that it's got like whoever did that needs to get fired right away you need to go ahead and clean it up right now and say you know that's not us and not what we're going to do Fire the person right away. But you know what? It's bigger than Goodyear Tire because you're seeing some things like this all over the country. Not just, like I said, not just at Goodyear, but all over the place. Okay? You, you see, you're seeing this in schools. You're seeing it in other workplaces. You're seeing it everywhere. Okay? Where you might mess around to get a bad grade from your teacher if you say something about All Lives Matter and you don't want to say Black Lives Matter. They're, they're bullying people into believing this stuff. And my thing is, if it's so great, and it's so inclusive. Why you got to bully me into believing it? I should just want to do it because it's so it's so wonderful and it's 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 so fantastic. I should want to do it. I should be encouraged to do it. But I'm not encouraged to do it. I'm encouraged to do things that are the opposite of what you're trying to get me to do. So, yeah, it is what it is. 
So shout out to them. They got to go ahead and tighten that up, though, for sure. And you know what? At this particular point in time, BLM is political. I mean, if you're going to be all the way real, because you got this whole website with a donation that comes from, um, what's that? Act Blue, which is a political platform. Act Blue is the Democratic Party's donation platform. And act like I said before, Act Blue takes a piece of each financial transaction that comes through their payment processing system. And they donate to charities on their own as Act Blue, not just as a payment processor that has money come through them. You understand what I'm saying? So Act Blue will take a bunch of your BLM donation money, your Bernie for president donation money, your slow Joe money, put it all into a big pot, and then donate some of that to political interests. That's what they do. They get on the BLM. Well, they, they gave some to, what was that? To somebody, I forgot who they gave it to. But but they give money routinely to political candidates. I think they gave something to Joe Biden specifically. Aside from the money that he raised through his campaign, they may have come through Act Blue. They gave him some money from their own coffers. That's how that goes. So, I mean, there is an argument to be made that BLM is political because of how they get money, how they raise money, and where their raised money goes. Definitely. And then also, they're out there pushing political narratives on the ground. At least BLM is. All this 501c4, anybody doing that, and BLM, they're doing whatever they want. All right, so let's get to um, the Super Chats, and then I get to the um, calls. And again, thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience on the internets. Shout out to Zachary Titchin, who says, check out Real Clayton Bigsby's story. Fascinating. Thank you to Michael D who says, oh, become an ABL supporter. Thank you to Imperfect Linus for becoming an ABL supporter. Thank you to Kari Signor for becoming an ABL supporter. Thank you to Sisphius Wins who says, if Kamala Harris is a black VP candidate, then Tiger Woods is the world's greatest Asian golfer. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, let's be all the way real. Let's stop playing these games. And Tiger Woods got a lot of flack for what he was saying back then about being Cablin Asian. But that's the truth. He's mixed and he's not going to deny his mother who was Asian and his father who was I think mixed black and white he's not going to deny any of them or himself he is what he is Kaplan Asian and you know it was funny back then but he's I mean it makes sense now that he said it shout out to Apu Bakar All Puff Daddy who says hey ABL I loved your comments on that whack music video by the Dems what's your opinion on Mrs. Obama's speech to the DNC this past Monday evening uh not really a fan at all uh, not a fan, not in the least bit. Shout out to Anthony Steiner for becoming an ABO superstar. Thank you to Nas Shabiro who says Kim Clayson for Congress all day long, 1,000%. Thank you to Retro Gamer 81 who says, do you think AOC and friends will leave the Dems and run a, run a socialist after Joe gets crushed in a few months, schism in the Democratic Party, it seems? I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll leave. I think they'll pretty much be there. Because you have, to, you have the most power in the Democratic Party. What they want to do is take the Democratic Party over, divide and conquer, divide some of the Democrats on their side and some on the other side, and then fight this big war on social media, on the internet, so on television, and then use that to try and take the Democratic Party over. That's how they want to carry it. Thank you to Son Goku, who says, Laura Ingram can't make LeBron shut up and dribble, but China sure as heck can. There you go. <laughs> 1,000%. Thank you to Dory Rodriguez, who says, what's up, ABL? Great channel, huge fan. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. 
Thank you to Apple Blocker, Apple Puff Daddy, who says, hey, ABL, Diamond and Silk rejected 100 grand to turn on President Trump. What would you do if the DNC offer you fat bank to oppose MAGA? No, I'm good. That's, that's already been tried. That ain't, I'm not going to do that. I've already been tried with money early, with money opportunities. I, I mean, I get emails. I get so many emails, it's crazy. Crazy emails. I'm talking stuff I can't even really repeat. They might, might try, they try to sue me or something like that, but no. I've already been tried, but I'm good. A hundred grand ain't even that much, man. Like, you better give me all the tea in China, <laughs> and I'm still not going to turn on Trump. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a finesse you after tea in China. How about that? No, I'm not going to sacrifice myself. One thing about me that you can rely on is that I'm going to be me regardless of what. There's no money that's going to change. I don't care. I was the same way that I am right now with no money, like when I had zero dollars to my name. So no money can actually make me be anything other than what I am. So, yeah, shout out to Diamond and Silk. And I saw them speak here in Chattanooga, and they're, they're really real people. They're down to earth. They're, they're cool. They're funny. Yeah, I like them a lot. Shout out to Diamond and Silk. Y'all, you, you girls, you, you're fantastic. You got a lot of fans out in the world that look up to you. You got kids that look up to you. So keep on doing your thing. Shout out to me, Mileage 101, for becoming an ABO, super, uh, ABO supporter. Thank you for that, man. I appreciate you, boss. Um, I, I'm six foot three, iMac. I'm 215, 6'3". So I'm, I'm kind of a tall guy. People say that they don't know how big I am in person because you see, like, you see this right here, but you don't see me when I'm, like, extended. You understand what I'm saying? Thank you to David Reed for becoming the ABL superstar. Thank you to William Cork for the keep it up emoji with the working out. I appreciate you for that. Thank you to interracial patriots who say, hey, ABL, we'll be ra we would rather watch you instead of the DNC any day. There you go. I appreciate that. And shout out to Interracial Patriots on YouTube. Y'all go check them out right now. Interracial Patriots. Um, shout out to Daryl Jackson for the donation. I appreciate you. Thank you to Charles Turner Jr. who says, the gaslighting, lies, projection, and hypocrisy of the left is out of control. Not only did Charlottesville lie, but how Michael Obama. <laughs> I didn't say he did. Michael Obama saying, quote, people of color getting hunted, et cetera, unquote. She is so angry. Exactly. Thank you for that, man. Definitely appreciate you. Uh, let me see. Shout out to Plumber Works who says you're the man ABL. Thank you for that, man. I appreciate you, boss. Thank you to Jimmy B who says, imagine if Russians dropped sacks of mail-in ballots without a postmark date in battleground states. Wouldn't Richard Maddow be outraged? <laughs> you guys coming with these names. Richard Maddow, Michael Obama, you guys are killing me. But yeah, you know, it's funny how we spent three years, $40 million, 500 subpoenas, lives ruined, jobs ruined. The country turned upside down over the whole Russia kerfuffle, talking about, oh, they interfered with the election. They they spent like three, four grand in Facebook ads, but we concerned about that, but not widespread voter fraud. Thank you for the tea. All right. And then shout out to Theo Freistus. Hopefully I said your name right, boss, who says, I won't vote for Joe Biden's husband. <laughs> He's see now. Thank you for that. Shout out to... RetroGamer81, who says, should Trump agree to debate via Zoom? What happens if he refuses? What if it's Zoom or no debate? Man, that's a good question, actually. That's a very good question. No. To answer the first part, he should not debate via Zoom. And if he refuses, I'm not really sure what happens. He can say that Joe Biden didn't want to come in person, that he didn't want to do it. Like, Joe Biden could come to the DNC and be with his wife he could come to certain events. He could do that, but he don't want to debate in person. Yeah, I was saying on that. I wouldn't just acquiesce. 
like Trump would never nah just say hey you know what we're gonna debate in person or ain't gonna be in a debate and if you if you don't want to debate if the debate don't happen then it's your fault okay so then you gotta wear that that's what I would say this whole zoom thing no nah. uh-uh because you know through zoom you're able to cheat because you can get people that's right there coaching you I'm talking about like right behind you off camera that's coaching you no they can be holding up flashcards talking about say this stay on you know no nah. Uh-uh. I, I used to be able to dunk Rambo 14, but I'm old now, man. I could I used to be able to dunk, but I'm too old. <laughs> if I if I wasn't trying to dunk right now, man, it might not really work out too well. Not not at all. My knee might be going all like this, man. Shout out to um let me see, Wayne Steed who says, ABL, please miss Mark, happy birthday. I love your show. Keep it up. Happy birthday, Mark. Hopefully you enjoy your day. Hopefully everything's good with you. Hopefully you got everything that you wanted today and enjoy your day for sure. Shout out to, let me see, uh, Lake Nipissing who says, ABL, I would love for you to debate Steve Harvey 101. Oh man, that'd be, I'd love to do that. He is on a local R&B station every morning and across the USA spewing anti-Trump, pro-Democrat, pro-BLM and tells blacks how to vote. Yeah, that's crazy. I think Steve Harvey really just trying to keep his fan base because when he went to Trump Tower early, it was a problem, and he lost a lot of viewers behind that. So he went, he's just trying to redeem himself, and that's really about money at the end of the day. And that's a shame because it shouldn't be. Shout out to, um, let me see, uh, hold on. Thank you to Brian Stavell, voice actor, who says, "Do you think there will? Do you think there will be a season of additional violence from the far left after Trump wins by a landslide in November?" Thank you for your work. Um, that's a good question. I don't think so because the last time this happened, 2016, it was not quite to this extent, but it, it actually was because you had the BLM, you had 2015, that's where everything was really cracking and it was still kind of going on in 2016. And then after Trump won, it pretty much died off because I feel like my opinion here, all the, all the BLM donation money kind of dried up because you know, the whole thing was over with now. So you can't fund these protests. These protests are organized and funded. It ain't just happening, just, you know, spontaneously. That's not how these things go. Okay, you got to have a whole thing kind of organized to have the effect that it has to, to be so destructive. Thank you to Eric Rich, who says, Joe Biden's brain is 99% bong water. Hilarious. Shout out to Apu Barker, Apuff Daddy, who says, Loved your rap last week, ABL, and great video on Dolly Parton. What is your favorite genre of music? Rap, hip-hop, country, heavy metal, reggae? Uh, my favorite genre, that's a good question. Probably, I like, I don't know, I, I, I can't even answer that. I like rap. I like metal. I like rap and metal. I like some country. I like some reggae. But if you can infuse rap with metal, not like Limp Biscuit, but more like, I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But if you, if you can have some of the more melodic metal and some heavy stuff in there and a rap here and there, like some old school stuff. I listen, like some of my old rap from back in the day, some some 90s, early 2000s rap, I'm pretty much good. But the rap nowadays, I mean, I'm not I'm not into the dope fiend rap. I'm just not really a fan at all. Okay, so yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at with it. Shout out to uh, Will Redding who says, Cardi B fans are old enough to vote and they sure as heck don't know how a mailbox works. You know what, Will? You'd be surprised at how old some of these Cardi B fans are. I'm talking about grown women, grandmas. You hear me? You'd be surprised. 
but you're right about them not knowing how a mailbox works. <laughs> that's that's facts. Shout out to Charles Tonya Jr. who says, Creepy Sleepy Joe is a homewrecker like Ilhan, the Somali double agent. The rhinos at the DNC have their noses out of joint because no one likes them. There you go. Thank you for that. Um, let me see. Shout out to shout out to Buy the Sun for the donation or for becoming the ABL supporter. I appreciate you. Uh, thank you to Apu Buck Arpop Daddy who says, Hey, ABL, what percent chance do you give to Kim Clasic for winning a congressional seat in Baltimore? Hope she wins. Um, I don't know, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be uphill battle. I say thirty percent, thirty to forty percent. That's probably that's probably being very generous, you know. And I feel like if she did, if she if she doesn't win, which I hope she does, but if she doesn't win, keep on trying, keep on plugging, and maybe you'll be able to gain some ground, you know. Because if you don't try, then it's like nothing nothing's going to change. All right. Shout out to Dub Garcia who says, um, "Yo, AB, hope you're doing good." Hey, why is the red pill barista so mad at you? I don't know. I don't know if he's mad or what. I don't, you know, I don't know these people that call in like that. So, you know, I hope that people enjoy the show and they like to call in, but I can't control what somebody, I don't really, I don't know him personally, basically. So I have no idea if he's mad or not. He might just, people just kind of like do other things. So I don't know. Thank you to Abu Bakr off by daddy who says, hey, ABL, when COVID ends, to what countries would you like to travel? Would you do a speaking tour with Brandon, Derek, and Jericho in Canada, UK? Yeah, I'd definitely go on tour. Um, I'm not really sure where we go, but I, I want to go definitely uh, like uh, Japan, Korea, um, Europe. Uh, I like to go to Europe and, like, Europe and like East Asia, not China. <laughs> put, put, it, put it to you like that. Um, maybe like Australia, New Zealand, that'd be fun too. Shout out, maybe Africa, like, I don't know, but I'm not really sure where in Africa. Nigeria, South Africa, somewhere safe and somewhere where people like really, like they kind of understand what's going on. Thank you to Caucasian Colin who says, that's a funny name. Today's racism in 2020 depends solely on the hatred and ignorance of those that the left claims to be oppressed. There you go, 100%. Thank you to Abraham Abraham who says, this behavior is rite of passage for BLM, gang membership, street cred. Talking about the guy that kicked the guy in the head. Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you to Matthew Phillips, who says, great live stream, ABL. By the way, did the guy who got booted in the head by the BLM terrorist survive? He did. He did live. I keep hearing he died. He did not die. He lived. Thank you to Justice Smith, who says, but I digress with a cherry on top, sir, sir, sir. <laughs> and you know what? Hey, shout out to Martha McCallum. I saw her do an interview with Hawk Newsom, the BLM guy from New York, and he was just not answering questions, belligerent, just trying to overtalk her. And she got talking about, sir, sir. I was like, wow, I know how you feel right now, Miss McCallum. I've been right in your shoes many times before, right here live on the show. Thank you to Harley Ryder One who says, did you see Biden's celebration at Chuck E. Cheese? Might as well have been there. That was so pathetic. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you to Realm Center 40 who says, keep America great and support our patriots. There you go. Thank you to Sean Schisler who's becoming an ABL supporter. Thank you to uh, Salt and Light who says, hey, ABL, Kamala was outed as being descended from slave owners. Where is the outcry from BLM and its supporters about her nomination? They should be highly offended. A dog returning to its vomit. <laughs> Uh, you know what? It's fine because she's a um, black woman, right? Or a white woman, right? I mean, or an Asian woman, right? 
she's a a, a BIPOC black and indi- black indigenous person of color. So that's enough. That's all they got to have. Thank you to 1996 for becoming an ABL supporter. Thank you to Odd Man Gaming who says you're a good man, ABL. I appreciate for your comment. Thank you to Joseph Benjamin who says I filed a complaint at work fed because of the constant BLM white guilt stuff. I'm sure I'm going to lose my job. Hopefully not, man. Hopefully everything is is going to work out well for you, man. But I understand where you're coming from because you, you're not trying to have that kind of environment. That's a, that's a toxic work environment for sure. Thank you to Butternut Grease Dome V4 who says, I like your videos. Hello from the UK. Shout out to you from the UK. Thank you to George Redland who says, have you seen the new Call of Duty trailer with Yuri Bismanov? Oh, no. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, I've not seen that. Hold on. Hold, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Okay. So new COD coming out. All right. Call of Duty Cold War. Okay, let's let's check it out. Can I play it? I want to play it right now. I don't want to get I don't want to get striked though. Uh okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, I'm a, I'm gonna play it with no audio because it has some um it has some graphics that you would kind of just be able to see. Give me one second here. Okay. Here it is. So new new COD coming out. Um oh, it's it's a it's a setting. It's like a okay, I see what's going on. It's not, it's not a new game, it's just a new part of it. At the height of the Cold War, if you can't see it, there's a little warning on the, not a warning, but it's like kind of like a TV graphic that says at the height of the Cold War, KGB defector Yuri Bezmenov issues a chilling warning. Let's, let's, let's play the sound. Forget it, man. I'm going to just risk it. You know, YOLO. Understand what's going uh, on. You are in a state of war. And you have precious little time to save yourself. Yes. He claims the Soviet spy codename Perseus has infiltrated Western intelligence. That, that's, that's probably part of the game. You understand what I'm saying? It, it's, this is a video game trailer, but Yuri Bezmenov is a real person. And I've played his videos and referenced him countless times. If you've not seen Yuri Bezmenov's um, talk on YouTube, please go look at it. Please go look at it. That was done in 1984. The money you're probably going to see. 1984, he said that. I was born in 84. I'm 35. You understand what I'm saying? I'll be 36 this year. So 36 years ago, he said that. And everything he said in that video is happening right now today. And more of the text on the screen says his goal, uh, subvert the U.S. to ensure Soviet dominance in the arms race. To this day, the identity and whereabouts of Perseus may not known. It's a slow process, which we call active measures. By the way, this, this audio was 100% real. First stage being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. The next stage is destabilization. What matters is essentials. Economy, foreign relations, defense systems. The next stage is crisis with a violent change of power, structure, and economy, period of normalization. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all these schmucks to put a big, broader government 
in Washington, D.C. Yeah. We will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfilled or not. Inspired by actual events. Okay, I'm going to turn that down because this is just straight. This is part of the game now. But if this, this is all real footage, though. The time bomb is ticking. But every second, the disaster is coming closer and closer. The danger is real. Hey, you know what? <laughs> that, that right there was on the video game trailer. Although it was, that was straight reality. That right there is what's happening right now. That that was a, a PSA. Okay, that was a warning. That wasn't no video game trailer. That was a warning. Shout out to whoever did that. Hey, uh, Activision, uh, Blizzard, wh whoever. Hey, you guys are on it. You guys are thinking with your, with your noodle, 100%. So, yeah. Shout out to um, shout out to them for that. That, that was really good. That was really, really good. Yeah. Uh, and, and the guy's name is Yuri Bezmanov. That's you, not not you. Y-U-R-I-B-E-Z-M-E-N-O-V. I'll place that in the chat so you guys can see it. Nah, like, okay, you, you got you to gotta see the full talk because when you see it, it might kind of look kind of weird if you're not really understanding the context. Okay, so again, for those that are listening through audio only, Y-U-R-I-B-E-Z-M-E-N-O-V, Yuri Bezmanov. You could, you could search for that name, and I'm putting it right here in the chat on YouTube. You could search the name and then search uh, demoralization, uh, stuff like that. Yeah, that's 100% real. Now, Yuri Bezmanov was former KGB, KGB and he came, he, he fled to America, and he was trying to warn Americans about how communism and stuff like that can creep into the society and how you're taken over by outside forces. You don't even really know it. You know, propaganda. Oh, the propaganda is real. They call it advertising sometimes, but it's really propaganda. All right. So, yeah, and, and all that audio you heard came from 1984. 1984. You can see it happening right now. All right. So thank you to that. Um, thank you for um, for the recommendation, Joyce Redland. That was really good. Shout out to Charles Hunter Jr. who says, I'm in the show of a new show on Newsmax start on Saturdays, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. More nicknames, Grissy Lit, Witch, Donna, Lamone, <laughs> Blamery, Ryan Clayton. Thank you to You're So Cool 23 who says, ABA reminder that I said last week, I loaned my customer who was black, my Uncle Tom DVD. That's me yesterday and said he paid for the money you can stream when he said he's hosting the Uncle Tom party. There we go. I love to hear it. Thank you for that update. I appreciate you for that. All right. So we got to go ahead and get into the calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Let me go ahead and start my Skype up to make sure it's working properly. Make sure everything's good to go. But yeah, that was really good. That, um, that Call of Duty trailer. Oh, man. That was fantastic. All right, and yeah, you can search for Yuri Bezmanov's talk right here on the YouTubes. Check it on out. Let me just make sure my settings are right over here on Skype, and then we'll be good to go. Okay, that's that. 
Nipping, what's happening? Everything's everything's good, man. All right, let's get, let's, get, let's get the audio tightened up a little bit. Be the first guest on. All right, man, you're on. So what's happening? So, yeah, if Joe Biden's uh, defeat wasn't guaranteed before he chose Kamala Harris as his running mate, it's definitely guaranteed now. Oh, yeah, it's pretty much a wrap now. So, yeah, bravo. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. We actually... You know what? I have to give a shout out to him. By cho you choosing Kamala Harris as your running mate has basically sealed Trump's re-election with a nice bow on top. <laughs> yeah, I think that it was pretty much a done deal for him anyway. But Kamala Harris, see, people don't he I think his team may not understand that you can't just pick any random brown person and put him in there and think it's going to help you win the race because Kamala Harris is not liked and because Kamala Harris didn't do well during the primary. So why would she farewell as the VP pick? Now that he's chosen her, I can, he, okay. He was going to lose anyway. Well, he will because the election's not here yet, but he's now just going to lose by an even bigger margin. I predict that Trump will win a lot of states that went to the Democrats in the previous election. I see him keeping Michigan. I see him flipping not all of Maine. Maine's no wait. Did he win some of Maine in 2016? Uh, I don't know. I see him flipping all of Maine. I see him flipping New Hampshire. I don't see him flipping Vermont because it's a lost cause. I don't see him flipping California either, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, uh, California is going to stay blue for at least, at least the next 50 years. Hopefully that doesn't happen, but that's kind of what it's looking like right now. Ooh. I mean, imagine this. In 50 years' time, California becomes a solid red area and places like Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana become solid blue. That would actually be really good for you guys because California is really big and Missis and Louisiana is really small. Yeah, I mean, I, I see where you're coming from. So, yeah, um, uh, there was something to do with football earlier this week. Well, we call, you guys call it soccer, but it's football in Europe. So what, what happened? No, no, it, was in, it wasn't it in your side of the thing that there was something soccer related related to politics oh over here or over there over there in new york sorry in the states well there's always something going on with the blm stuff i mean what, what, what did you see that happened well i've seen a lot in the uk to do with the premier league like for like seven weeks in a row at the 30th minute of each football game, sorry if I say football, the the players took a knee. All 22 of them on the pitch took a knee. Yeah, that's, that's the same thing is happening out here with the sports. They, they, they've not started NFL football yet. They're still going to be a little while. 
if they oh, play. No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about um, uh, football. I know, I know, I know what you mean, but I'm saying they, they, they're, doing, they're doing the same thing over here in all the sports. They're doing the same thing in the NBA and the NHL. They're doing it in all the major sports over here. So the same thing is happening there with your your football is happening over here in all of our sports, except for American football because they're not playing yet. So yeah, um, I really do think. I mean, I was one of those people who supported Obama in both two thousand eight and two thousand twelve. And I even supported Hillary Clinton in 2016. But I I was so wrong in choosing to support her because I then went into history of the Democratic Party, Jim Crow, KKK, George C. Wallace. Yeah, yes, yeah, oh, And even Joe Biden being a voter in that bill that prevented that little girl in California going to school. <laughs> yeah. That little girl is now his running mate. <laughs> hey, you know, so, that's, yeah, that's how if, it is. If Joe Biden's defeat isn't, wasn't guaranteed before, it's definitely guaranteed now. Yeah, it, it's pretty much a done deal, but, you know, he put it on himself. You know, that's, that's his fault. I mean, look, Hillary Clinton, back in 2016 was better than Biden right now. Even even Obama. Put 2012 Obama in 2020, even he'd still have a shot at winning. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He'd have a realistic chance of winning 2020 if you put 2012 Obama. Not now. Right, exactly. You're yeah. correct. But yeah, California, look, if you take out all the votes come from the city, if you take out all the city votes, spread them about, it is as red as Texas. Yeah, I mean, that's that's if. They might break it up and then go about it that way. Hopefully they do, because if they don't, it's going to be kind of difficult for anybody in California to get a, a national voice of their conservative. But hey, I got a lot of calls on the line, and I got to get to a few more. Thank you for the calls always, man. Definitely appreciate yeah. you. It was nice speaking to you, ABL. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. I shall speak to you on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, your time. Saturday, my time. I got you, boss. Speak to you then. All right, now. Take care. Peace. Peace. All right. Thank you all for being here. Most certainly appreciate you guys. The number to call is 434-658-1220. You can also call in through Skype. There is an email for that in the description box below. Let me get to the next call. All right, caller, who am I speaking to? It's James in Tokyo, man. How you doing? All right, James, what's happening? Not much, man. How you doing? You youngin'? <laughs> yeah, man, everything's good. Yeah, good to, good to, good to talk to you. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, you know, I wanted to wanted to ask you about. Uh, I mean, I know the last guy and stuff. We uh, I, I didn't want to continue that thread so much, but I, I wanted to uh, talk to you about voter fraud. You know how uh, Trump's all on about uh, mail-in voting and stuff, and I keep getting a lot of questions because I get a lot of. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's absentee ballot for me, mm -hmm. right? So, 
I know this is a bit of a aside from what you guys were talking about a minute ago, but uh, I don't know. I wanted to get your thoughts on that. I have to mail by vote, right? Or I have to vote by mail, right? Mm-hmm. What about it in the States? I mean, what does everybody think about that? I mean, people, a lot of people just don't understand what's going on. They're kind of ignorant to the situation because they think right, that right. Um, voting, they, they think that absentee voting is the same thing as vote by mail universally. It's not the same thing. And the media, yeah, they, they push it because they keep saying, oh, Trump says he don't want to vote by mail, but he votes by mail. That's not... Yeah, that's, that's not, not what factual. he said. Right. That's not what he's talking yeah, that's about. That's not what he said. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think that there's a there's a problem with when you vote by mail uh, and it's not an absentee. When you do an absentee ballot, you have to send in a, a registration. You have to request it. Right. Yes. And so they know that it's coming. If they're just sending out ballots to anybody who's registered in the mail, not everybody who's registered votes. Correct. So they don't know what's coming. Correct. Exactly. Exactly. And then on top so, of that, it's going to be more volume, and with with more volume, you're going to have more of a chance for more chance of yeah yeah getting miscount. getting lost, being on the ground, going on the wrong mailbox. Right, and you have a bigger chance of because it's not a pre-registered. I mean, it is in a sense, but you have people voting who like so I. You look through and say, well, I know these guys don't vote because this certain area you have a uh, a large amount of registered voters but you know that everybody doesn't actually vote and so somebody else comes in and is like well i'll just like take a check and then, you know check that box and send it in on behalf of this other person yeah i don't know i don't know i'd like to see people if they want to if they want to vote by mail that's great i mean like like trump said it's not so much a problem with it as the volume and and a chance of it coming in late and then not getting counted. I don't I don't know because all I hear on TV and I don't I don't get everything. If like if I want to get good news, I have to check out YouTube, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't get good stuff over here. Um so you know you have all these people who are really, really worried about Trump saying, well that's voter fraud. I don't yeah. I, I don't get that. Yeah, but people, the people that are kind of concerned about Trump, in my humble opinion, are always kind of concerned about Trump, or they, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or they have been kind of like demoralized by the media. So when something like when something like this comes around, they're more likely to believe it rather than just not being demoralized, understanding what's really going on, understanding that this is going to be a relentless attack against the president and against anybody that goes against their narrative. So it doesn't really matter what they say. There's always going to be some kind of negative thing. The sky is always falling when it comes to Trump. Yeah. And there's this thing about being entrenched in your own worldview. And so if you're stuck in this worldview and you see somebody as bad, doesn't matter what they say, it's going to come across as bad. Right. Yeah. So. You know, when the media paints somebody like this, because they've they've painted it in a way that he says, well, he's not going to accept the vote if it doesn't go in his direction. Well, is that true? I mean, I don't know. The last time the voting didn't go the way the Democrats wanted, we had riots. We had people crying about it for years. We still have people crying about it. We have, you know, investigations 
Russia, I mean, come on, Russia, really? <laughs> people are still thinking that that's, that's going on. Um, I, I wanted to ask something else, too. Why do you think Biden's hiding? I mean, I think um, the campaign is hiding him because they know that he's not right. They, all, all they want him to do is just to kind of stay alive and then cross the finish line. Some kind of way. Alive. What is it? <laughs> that, that's of words there, man. I, I'm for real. I mean, have you seen him? I mean, I've seen yeah. him. I look at him. I'm like, man, you got a corpse right there. You got weekend at Bernie's. What's going on? Like, they, they want to have a little bit of life left so they can drag across the finish line. That's all they want. And then once, yeah, once yeah, he yeah. makes it, okay, we can just do whatever we want. We can install Kamala Harris or we can bring back that's Hillary Clinton. Shadow president. Yes. 1,000. Shadow president. And, and, and whoever yeah. whoever becomes the president in that scenario, God forbid that actually happens, but whoever wins in that scenario will just be run by the, the kind of the shadow government. You know, it, it, they, the, the person that wins will not actually be the president anyway, so they don't even really care. You could, okay, put, so, you could put a okay. potato in there. It don't matter. That's it. But that's the thing is that this is the first time a president has been on the seat who's actually taking charge, right? And that's what I think that a lot of people don't like because – I'm not so much of a huge conspiracy theorist. Oh, I did want to ask you this as well, because this kind of follows into that. Um, you know, uh, up on Tatum Report, he has a link to Shadowgate. Did you see that? Are you going to watch it? I, I will watch it. I've not seen it yet, though, but I will watch it. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet either. I did, did you see Hoaxed? Because that was... I've, I've not seen it I mean, either, granted, actually. Uh, it, it, take it with a grain of salt, yeah. you know, but... Yeah, it's it's media, man. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about uh, Yuri, right? Yuri Bezumov. Yeah. And um, there's a German guy who kind of did the same thing. And they and they actually talked about him and hoaxed. Uh, this guy uh, Udo Ulfkote. Okay. I'm butchering his name. I, you know, it's 20 years since I studied German, but um, he he pretty much nailed it as well. You know, when we were watching the video for the tr game trailer earlier and, and Yuri was saying all this stuff from 19, <laughs> I thought that was funny from 1984. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like, it was <laughs> like said today from the book, right? Yeah. Well, straight, well, straight from the book, 1984. I'm like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was prophetic. Right. Right. Um, all right, man. Listen, I know you got a lot of other callers. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff I wanted to talk to you about, but, uh, always good. Always good on you. Thanks, man. Thank you for the and call, shout man. out to all the all the viewers too, and all the guys on chat. It's good seeing everybody. Keep up the support, everybody. Thank you for the call, man. Thanks. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, man. Be good. All right, shout out to the caller. Most certainly appreciate him. Let me get to the next call here. Eight zero four. You know, line. Who am I speaking to? Um. Yes. This is Wanda. All right. What's going on? Um. I wanted to tell you something. Anthony, this is funny. Um, you're from Virginia, and I know, and I live in Virginia, and I knew you were from Virginia because you and my grandma and my mom are the only three people that I have ever heard of say hind parts. And every time that you say it, I, I just crack up laughing. Because <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's maybe a southern thing. I don't know. But anyway, I was just going to tell you, I, you are the best program on like this. Because you know what? Every time you say something, I know it's true. 
and and you got it first about that poor guy that was getting beaten up and all. So that's all I wanted to say. Oh, I don't mean to be rude, but golly, some of these people are long-winded. So, <laughs> so thank you, Anthony. Thanks for the call. I definitely appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. All right, shout out to the caller, and thank you all for being here. You guys on the zero, the number to call, 434-658-1220. If you want one of these beautifully crafted American-made hand flags, uh, American handcrafted flags behind me, there's a link for that in the description box below. It's my link that you can use to help me out a lot. So click that link in the box specifically. I'll put that right here in the chat box as well, so you can go ahead and check it out. That's uh, BHE Designs. You get the beautiful wooden flags. Also, if you want one of these hats I got on my head, um, Teespring has tightened up and they're getting their orders out better. So you could go to ablmerch.com and I'm going to add more merch, more different kinds of merch on there really soon. It's going to be kind of a process to go through, but I'm going to do that for sure. All right. So that's ablmerch.com and the link is right there in the description box and also in the chat box right below this video. Make it to the next call. All right, Jordan, what's going on? Yo, ABL, what up? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. That's good. Hey, uh, did you hear about California's uh, proposed wealth tax they're having? Uh, a wealth tax? No. I, 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 did, I did hear about that. I heard about that. They're talking about if you left the state, they could tax you. It was like, what? Yeah. If you if you left the state in the past 10 years and you're, I think, got a net worth of at least $30 million, they, they want to tax you. I mean, my thing is, how can they even do that? I'm not even here. How are you going to tax me when I'm gone? Yeah, I, I guarantee you this is going to be challenged if this passes because there's no way this can happen. Yeah, I ain't paying that. How are you going to say, okay, when I'm there, there was no law that says I got to pay this particular tax. I've been gone for eight years. I moved on. I got a whole new life. Now you're saying, oh, by the way, since you left eight years ago, uh, run, run some of that money. I'll be like, man, please, I ain't give you a dime. And sue There's me. No Matter of fact, come come arrest me. I'm I'm living in I'm living in Indonesia right now. Come arrest me. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're they're relentless. Instead of looking inward and thinking maybe we're we're really poor candidates, maybe we're real stupid. Let's let let us take your money by force and fund all these social security programs. Let's do that. that that's a smart idea. That'll definitely not backfire. Right. Exactly. Um, it, it's insane. I, it, I can't believe it either. Um, you know, there was a section in the DNC uh, event called the Native American Convention. Uh, and there was a special guest there. You, you know, you want to take a guess? Uh, Pocahontas, Elizabeth Warren? Yeah. No, wait, 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 wait. Was she there for real? She was there. No, stop yeah. it. I, I, you, I think, I'm sure you can find it online, but she was there talking <laughs> about, you know, uh, our native uh, talking about the rights of Native Americans and things like that. Um, and uh, the ch one thing you know is that the chat that was making fun of her, calling her Pocahontas and all that stuff, uh, they 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 disabled the chat, so they couldn't say anything about it. Wow. Uh, okay, I'm seeing it right here. Okay, so she addressed the Native American caucus during the DNC. <laughs> wow. Will still allow her to do this. That's crazy. Uh, even after how much she's basically, dare I say it, red-faced, trying to buy her life. And now, now these people are still, like, putting her on a pedestal. It's absurd. It is. But uh, my last point before I head out, 
Um, yeah, the, the the guy that got uh, beaten by those BLM protesters in Portland, it's like, I'm so... If these are the police that they... These are the type of police that these people want in the list. I'd rather have the actual police these people because their response to such small instances is so grand. Like, you, you know, when the, like the, the, the death of the eight-year-old girl when Rayshon, where Rayshawn Brooks was, de- was killed, um, it, it, they, they believe that, oh, this car isn't supposed to be here, and they just shoot at the, the car. And then the same thing here. They they drive somewhere thinking they're gonna. Uh, they the, a truck drives in the area thinking they're gonna hit BLM protesters, and so they they harass him, the driver and his wife, and they kick him like he's part of a, a soccer field. Like I, I don't. It's all extreme. I, I'm not liking it at all. No, you got a good point. But you know what? I was saying that before. See, these BLM people, they don't want necessarily to abolish the police. They want to abolish. They want to abolish what they have. And they want to enact revenge upon people. So they want to abolish police because they don't want to go to jail. They want to do whatever they want to do to whoever they want to do it to and then not have any kind of penalty come their way. That's what's going on. It's not about trying to have equity and peace and, you know, we're over police. It ain't about that. It's about trying to get away with actual crimes that they commit. That's all. Yeah, they they even said themselves. I think there was this disabled woman sitting down or this drunk woman. I don't know. They basically said... um, when they were talking about this black guy trying to help the woman, they were like, we're talking about black lives. Forget white, white lives. We can beat up white lives if we want, you know, that type of stuff. I was like, that kind of destroys the whole argument of, oh, we know all lives matter, but we need to focus on black lives matter. That kind of destroys that whole point. It's like, again, with the whole different factions within the, the Black Lives Matter movement that seem to have different motives, it, it's, it's not good. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, I'm going to bail and be in chat. Uh, Nice talking to you, and I'll see you later, chat. Peace. Peace. All right. Wow, that was crazy. So I had no idea Pocahontas was on the uh, Native American Council or or, or the caucus, really. Why is she there? Like, can you get, should, should you get, like, removed from that? It was found out that she was not actually Native. I mean, I don't really understand. But then again, and a black caucus, you have G.K. Butterfield. Now, if you have, if you guys ever seen G.K. Butterfield, he claims to be he claims he claims to be black, but um, I'm not really sure how he's able to do that. I'll show you guys a picture right quick. Now, if this guy, hold on, you're gonna see him. I'm gonna put him right on the screen. This man's name again is G.K. Butterfield. He claims to be black. Where? Huh? Where? If he's black, then I'm white. <laughs> I mean, come on. Stop it. Just just cut it out, man. He might have as much black in him as Pocahontas has native in her. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll put it to you like this. I'm sure that I have more white DNA than he has black DNA. But am I, am I white? Do you see a white man sitting right here? Do you see Colonel Sanders? Do you see uh, John Kerry? Do, do you see Donald Trump sitting right here? No, you don't. Just like I don't see um, Ben Carson, Alan West, or me are right there. Come on, man. Stop it. Stop playing games. I mean, this whole race thing is getting kind of absurd at this particular point. And they put so much into it. It's just like, man, stop. Come on. Stop, stop trying to fool people. All right, let's get to the next call. The number to call, 434-658-1220.
704, you're in the line. I'm speaking to you. Seven zero four. All right, I'm sorry. It was a little bit too slow to um answer. Let me get to the next call. Eight zero one. You're on the line. I'm gonna speak it to. Hey, Bill. This is Jason Evans in Salt Lake City. All right. I just uh, I want to I just want to share a couple of things with you. One, I got a letter in the mail, and and yes, I do get Donald Trump mail in my mail. The Donald Trump on the envelope with stamps on the envelope asking for me to fill out the voter surveys and stuff like that. And I got a letter from Nelson, N-I-E-L-S-E-N, whatever. It's a TV rating thing, and it's got cash in the envelope because it has a circle in the back, and, and it's clear, and you can see money in it. And so I'm not a conspiracy, conspiracy theorist too much, but I'm just wondering – if you, if you have an, an opinion on if I should keep this as a souvenir, open it up and do the survey and send it in. So the, the, the survey is for what now? What was the survey for? TV ratings. Oh, yeah, that's that's normal. Nielsen, yeah, they, they do that. But it's got cash in it. I mean, take the cash. <laughs> I mean, it's cash. But, but <laughs> okay. they, they, can't, they can't trace it. It's cash. Just take it and be like, hey, all well, right. I, I just think. Yeah, I just thought it was weird. I just thought it was weird. I just was like, I, I wanted someone the professional opinion here, you know, and I just wanted to ask you, what, you know, if I should save it or keep it as a souvenir or open it up and do the survey and send it in. I mean, you could send it in. Like, I've, I've gotten that before, and what I did, was I, I took the money out, put it in my pocket, and threw the survey away. That's what I did, keeping it all the way real. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's great. That's great. Hey, I want to tell you, you know, there's people in this world that really – shine everywhere I go and I've been to a lot of places and there's always that one person who shines the most out of everybody and I want to let you know that you're that person in my life right now you're shining and to me you're like a healer and a teacher and a leader and I just I listen to you every day and I and I hunt you down and today I got on I'm a first time caller and I'm a fresh listener I've just started listening a few months ago so I just wanted to thank you very much thank you for the support man definitely appreciate you yeah and if I was in a financial position to be helping you out, you know, they cut my wages, they cut my hours. So, and it's just kind of getting back. And I just, if I could help you out financially, I would, but right now I can't, sir. Oh, it's all good, man. You know, just watching, just sharing, whatever you could do, man, it's all good, man. I, th I thank you for your support. Definitely appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, and, and I did hear the Fox lady on Fox News the other morning say, after she was talking, she said, I digress. <laughs> hey, she ah, might she yeah, might yeah. watch she might watch the show. Who knows? You never know. That's I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll let you go, man. It was nice talking to you. Thank you for answering my call. Love you very much, sir. I thank you for that, man. I appreciate you. All right, bye. All right. Shout out to the caller. Yeah. yeah you could do a Nielsen survey. Um and I think they might do did it give you cash when you fill it out? Yeah, I got one of those in the mail. I think I had like five dollars in it. I took that cash, put it in my pocket, and then I threw it away. I mean, I'm like, all right, this is cash. I can't trace that, so there you go. I'm, I'm gonna go get me a um, a, a Chick Fil A sandwich or something like that and call it a day. <laughs> all right, let's get to the next call. The number to call is four three four six five eight one two two zero. Let me get to the next one. Seven zero six. You know right, line. I'm gonna speak it to. Hey. Hello. Okay, I got a lot of background noise here. Hey, how you doing, ABL? I'm doing pretty good, but I have background noise. Can you turn my speakers off in the background for me, please? I can. Hold on. What am I controlling? Here. I'm a... Okay. Can you hear me now? I hear you well. 
Hey, how you doing? Hey, this is my first time calling. Um, I just want to say this. Um, I am newly, probably brand new, um, actually turned over to the Republican Party. Um, I have literally been a Democrat, I want to say, uh, probably since I was born. And uh, and and I have been turned uh, turned to a Republican Party, and I just love you. How are you? I'm so, I'm so excited because I can see you on TV as well. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Um, I only thing I want to say is that I hope everybody get out and vote. Um, we are out here spreading the word. Um, Trump's going to get it 2020. Um, oh, my God. I'm so excited. Okay. Okay. Whew. All right. Sorry about that. <laughs> yes, I'm so sorry. But yeah, I'm so excited. Uh, okay, okay. Well, thank you so much. I just want to say thank you for taking my call. I didn't even, I had something to say. Um, I, I I did have something to say. I swear I did, but I'm just nervous right now. Um, but I will say this on a normal basis. I have to fight people on uh, whether it's Facebook, uh, whether it's a best friend regarding uh, Trump and taking their emotionals out. I tell people all the time, you need to go and you need to go and see what he has done. I am a uh, African-American woman and I have literally researched and researched and I just get rid of whatever rhetoric you think it is. It doesn't even matter. Like I tell them, you know, what's important to you and your family. If you cannot vote for that, then you might well don't even vote. If you're voting about emotions and you're being emotional and you're worried about what CNN or whoever else news is telling you, you might as well don't vote. Don't give Joe or, you know, her your vote for for no reason. Make them pay for it. Make them get out there and show you. Just, just don't give them anything. And so I do see some people doing that, but it's a lot of us out here who will not even mention that we are Trump supporters just because you get so much backlash. I get called a coon, simp, and everything else, but it is what it is. He will be in there 2020, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Great call. Hey, summed everything up real nice. Put the bow on the top. Liked it a lot. Shout out to her. Loving the energy. And you know what? That kind of energy right there is what I'm seeing out here in the street. I'm not seeing the energy for uh, one Joe Biden. I'm just not seeing it. Okay. I'm not seeing buying bumper stickers, yard signs. Like I said before, like I said earlier, I I've been seeing more, um, you know, Andrew Yang uh, bumper stickers and hats with the math on it and stuff like that. And definitely more Bernie Sanders stuff than anything else. I've not seen that, well, well there anything else on the left. But really what I see all the time is Trump stuff. That's the major thing around here and around the entirety of the nation, if I'm not mistaken. You'll see more Trump stuff. The Biden supporters, do they even exist? It was the same thing with Hillary Clinton. I'm surprised she got that much of the vote last time. It probably was a lot of voter fraud going on back then. And they want to do more of the same this time. And even to a, a greater extent because of this whole mail-in, um, this, this mail, everybody's ballot in, that whole thing, rather than doing absentee ballots, which makes sense. Let's get to the next call. 704, you're on the line, I'm going to speak it to. How you doing? Doing all right, man. How about yourself? This is it BL? Yes, it is. Who am I speaking to? This is Roger. How you doing? Everything's great, man. How about yourself? Got a great show, man. I love seeing you on TV. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Anyway, so uh, I was just thinking uh, all the people in the Democratic Convention, like Bill Clinton and 
and you got uh, Hillary Clinton, and you got uh, Joe Biden and Obama. Like, all them people is, like, in trouble for something. If it ain't, like, uh, in trouble for, like, in, you know, like, spying on the campaign or, in, like, on Epstein Island or deleting 33,000 emails. I mean, like, everybody in the whole Democratic convention is in trouble for at least, like, one or two things. Don't you agree? Yeah, that's, that's definitely going on, and it, it shouldn't be like that. Yeah, that's crazy. Trump had did had done gotten trouble for anything, and then they just don't they're only talking about Trump. They're always talking about how bad he's doing stuff like that. And I mean, it's not it's like backwards. I mean, he's doing everything good, and they're doing everything bad, and it's just it's just crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy, but you know, Trump is doing the right thing. He's leading from the front. He's actually a leader. But they don't like that. When I say oh, they, yeah. I mean like the those in kind of like the deep state, some of those like the left, the, the far left politics. They don't like that. They want it to be controlled. They want to have their own people come in there, tell them to do this, tell them to do that, tell them to do that. They don't want an actual president. They want to figure ahead. And Trump is not that. So that's why they want to come against him. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, Kamala Harris is like, uh, I think, I, you think she's going to be good for the Republicans? Like maybe uh, that'd be better for us? But as far as uh, her being in there, it'd be easier for us to win. Yeah, um, I think that that might. I think that that probably makes sense uh, because she is not liked at all. I mean, on on the left, like I was reading the article today where this um, this black woman said that a lot of her black friends did not like Kamala Harris. Nobody was enthused. It was generally a negative reaction to her becoming a nominee. So she's not going to really help with the minority vote at all. So I think it'll help us if she does not help him and he was already doing badly. So her, her addition was yeah. a, 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 you know, a net loss. Yeah. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. <laughs> anyway, I was going to tell you, I, I did see a Biden sign because uh, I do plumbing and I actually rode by this house and I had a sign out in the front yard. It said riding with Biden. I don't oh. know if you ever seen that son. He's like he's driving a car and he's got his head turned sideways. I've never seen that in my life. Never ever. I've not seen. <laughs> like, I've not even seen it online, let alone out in the world. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it looked like a corpse from the creature or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I was gonna tell you, man. You know, they try, one more thing. They're trying to get rid of guns. They're trying. To, they're trying to defund the police. Take your guns. So I was out on a call the other day, and this lady actually come up in my garage. My garage was open. My wife was outside, and she actually come in the garage, demanding to use the bathroom. And my wife said, you're not using the bathroom. I don't know you. And she actually was trying to get in the house when my wife was here. And my wife was scared. She was calling me and said, this lady's trying to get in the house. So my wife actually got the gun and was, like, like pointing it, like, to the side. And she seen the gun, and she's like, uh, you got to leave. And she's like, no, I'm using the bathroom. And, she, and we don't even know this lady. So my wife actually called the cops, and the cops actually got here. But if my wife, if they took our guns away and the defunded the police, I mean, this wouldn't even went this way. Exactly, exactly, one hundred percent. I mean, people don't understand so the that. Cops came and took her. I yeah. mean, they took her away. I mean, but it could have been a whole lot worse than what it was. My wife could have shot her. She was actually in our garage. That's part of our house. Yeah, absolutely. So my wife was my wife was like four. She's like four eight. She's like really small. So I mean, if this thing would have been. Different man. I mean, there would have been a freaking somebody got shot or something. It wouldn't have been too good of a deal there, man. But that's why we got the right to have our our firearms, and luckily we got the right to have a police. I live in North Carolina, so it's not as bad. Even though we got a Democrat governor, so 
So it still is not as bad as some of these other states. So thank God for that. Absolutely. But anyway, I just uh, keep up the good work, man. I love watching you live, and uh, I watch you and uh, Brandon Tatum and uh, Harris Jr. I love watching all y'all. So just keep up the good work, man. All right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. You have a good day. All right, shout out to the caller. Yeah, you can't be in my house. You know, you, you in my garage. I say that all the time. Don't come to my house. Don't 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 be in my garage. Don't be in my foyer area. Don't be in my backyard trying to pick flowers and all. I'm gonna ask you nicely if you like in the peripheral area to go ahead and leave. And if you don't, then hey man, you might get a little surprise. As simple as that, man. Don't 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 be in my house. It's it's that simple, you know. But hey, he's right, man. You gotta have the right to bear arms. I got my arms, and I'm not going to give them up. Let's get to the next call. 818, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Don't be in my backyard. Hello, 818. Hey, ABL. Yes. Oh, hey. It's the first time I got to you. Right, well, thank you. How you you doing? Everything is great about yourself. I'm good. I just wanted to ask you about um, libel. Like how that works, like how how the Democrats can just make these false claims about Trump, yeah, and just get away with it. No, that's a really good question. I feel like um, Trump probably can't sue everybody because he'd be in court all the time, and then he wouldn't be able to govern because he does have cases against people. Because there's been some serious case, like there's been some serious libel. Um, and see, the thing about it is the people, it, it's kind of a weird thing because journalists keep doing it at Trump and he can't necessarily sue them all the time, although he might be able to do it depending upon how he goes about it. But um, they think they, they, they could do it to his regular people too. They do it. They did it to Nick Salmon right when the whole thing happened with the, mm-hmm. the Native American and beating a drum in his face in D.C. They did it to him talking about, oh, he has a punchable face, all this, that, and the third. So I was like, okay. You want to do it to me? Well, I got time. I'm 16 years old. I got lawyers. Let's go ahead and sue them. So now you done already got what a settlement from a $250 million lawsuit and another one for like an $800 million lawsuit. He didn't get the full 250 or 800, but he probably got somewhere in the high millions. So they're going to keep doing things like this to Trump and then do it to other people and wind up going broke. So that's going to be the end result. They keep on with this, this path they're going in. Yeah, I know the Covington kid, like, really cleaned house. Oh, yeah, and he's still cleaning the house because he still has more people to sue. Yeah, so it just seems like they shouldn't be able to just make these statements that are, they can be proven to be false. Right, absolutely. Over and over again, these are these are high-level politicians that are saying this like it's truth and it's affecting the voting. Right. You know, it's affecting people's perceptions. Yeah, it's like Pelosi talking about calling the virus the Trump virus. I mean, she's the Speaker of the House. That's just, it, is, it, it wouldn't work the other way if a Republican said that. Oh, no, not you know, at call, all. Calling something the Pelosi virus. Right. Absolutely, I agree. Well, it was, it was, it was awesome uh, just, just getting through. It's, it's really hard to get through on the phone. <laughs> but, yeah, great talking to you, and I'll let you get to the next caller. Thanks for answering my question. All right, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Mm-hmm. All right, bye. All right, shout out to the caller. Great call. Let's get to the next call here. 973, you know, line, who am I speaking to? Hey, how you doing? 
What what's going on? Oh wow, I wasn't expecting to get through. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm well. Uh first off, just gotta say, I love the show. Appreciate what you're doing. And uh I'm from Jersey, so did you hear that uh our governor uh he's doing the the mail in ballots, like he's gonna send us ballots. And we're still doing we could go mail in voting too. Like so but he's going to send everybody ballots regardless. Yeah, I did not hear about that, but see that's gonna go just totally the wrong way because you know, when you just send everybody a ballot, you're gonna have a lot of ballots on the ground, ballots getting wasted, ballots not getting counted. It's gonna be a mess. And if not tried this before on a large scale, it do absentee ballots, but that's it it'll be nowhere near the volume and it won't be the method that mail in ballots will happen. Exactly. Yeah, it's I heard that today. And uh like I heard a, like it's actually like illegal or something and that um he's he it's not gonna be like in time, it's not gonna go through in courts in time by November third. So like he's actually he knows what he's doing. Like he, you know what I mean. Uh, I call, I uh, I call him the groundhog because he he comes out of a hole every now and then and goes back in and hide. Right. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's about it. I just wanted to let you know about that, and uh, that's about it. I appreciate what you're doing, and you have a good night. And thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Take care. All right, shout out to the caller. Great call. And thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience on the internets. Let's get to the next call. All right, call your line. Speaker 2617. Hey, what's up, baby man? How's the, how's the viewers that going? How are the subscribers are going? Everything is great. How about going yourself? Up, going up. Going good, good, good. Hey, couple of things. I'm... I'm, I'm Probably I'm going off topic. Uh, I hear Candice Owens talking about um, that white privilege never exist, doesn't exist in America. So you believe that it exists or exist was recently, it doesn't exist at all? Well, white privilege? Yeah. No, nah, I, I don't think it exists. Okay, okay. So let's take you back from 19, 1988. Not too long ago. It's only, what, 30, 28, 32 years? Not too long ago. So what happened? Are you listening to rap music? You into rap music a lot? Yeah. What happened to Two Life Crew? Uh, what What do you mean? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lot that happened to them. It's a, it's, a, it's a whole history there. So be specific with your question. Okay. So what? What the government? What the uh, state? Uh, the uh, what do you call uh, the state attorney of Florida did to Two Life Crew? What you talking about? Uh, the censorship? Yeah, they arrested them, right? So they were they were arrested and. And then what happened to NWA? What happened? They were arrested too in a concert. Okay. What's your point? Well, are you hear about, well, I, I'm not into rock and roll music, but are you hear this group, probably you don't, but I hear this group called Slay, Slayer, S-L-A-Y-E-R. Slayer, yeah, Slayer. It's a, it's, yeah, it's, it, they, 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 call satan, they, they sing satanic music, like kill, your, kill, kill my mother, and then they were saying, no, they were never arrested. So... If those things exist, why one group get punished by the legal system, but the other group that sings satanic music don't get punished by the legal system? Can uh, you explain that to me? Okay, but you're wrong, though, because you don't have a full history. 
Now, do you know who Lenny Bruce is? No, I don't know what that is. He's a comedian, or he was a comedian. He, he died a long time ago, but he used to um, just tell jokes on stage, and he got kind of raunchy on stage. He would just tell obscene jokes, and he would get arrested mm-hmm. over and over again on stage. Like, you have laws against obscenity and um, decency and stuff like that. Not even, you know, he wasn't getting naked or nothing on stage. He was just telling jokes. And, and he had dirty jokes, and he got arrested for that. Now, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, did they get arrested for telling jokes or no? No, but the, but the, Oh, okay. No, so, no, so no, where, where was where was where was Lenny Bruce's white privilege at? And he was around early on. This is way before uh, Two Live Crew or NWA. Where was his white privilege at? But why Two Live Crew were getting arrested? Why? Oh, why, why did he? Why, 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 why did Lenny Bruce get arrested? Why did Lenny Bruce get arrested? How long ago was this? 1950s, 1960s? It's a long time ago. So if, oh, if he had, if okay, he had so wait, 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 okay. wait, wait, wait. If he had white privilege, then there should have been more white privilege during a time of more racism. So where was his white privilege at? I'm trying to figure out. Well, do you know, this, this is supposedly was a Christian nation back then. Supposedly, all BS. But my question is, why but where was the white privilege at? You, know you, should, you shouldn't have got arrested well, if you had white privilege. You're talking about you're talking about bringing. If I want to so, bring things from 1950s, I could bring Jesse Owens. I could bring Jack Jones. I could bring. I could bring. I mean, I could bring you the whole history. You, you're talking about guys getting arrested for obscenity on stage, and you said, yes, "Wait, wait, wait! Why, I'm not done. Why? I'm not done, sir. No. I'm not done." You're talking about guys getting locked up or not locked up, but arrested for obscenity on stage. And you say, oh, you know, it's because they ain't have white privilege. Well, Lenny Bruce was white and was getting arrested. So where was but his white privilege at? See, why, you, you, why, didn't, you didn't even know why? who that was. You didn't even know who that was. So why, why, so your, your history, so why your history is not there. So what you, what you need to no, do, no, no, what, what you should do, no get- what you should, I'm going to just talk right now. What you should do is... Tighten your history up and figure out what's going on before you just say, oh, man, they're black and they got arrested. Do your whole history and figure out what's going on. Then you can go ahead and get to the core of what's going on today. And as we have advanced in society, anybody getting locked up for doing a rap concert or nothing like that, the same way Lenny Bruce would get locked up for telling jokes and whatnot, now that doesn't happen. Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, Red Fox, they would tell their jokes all the time and would not get arrested because you, you advance in society. Things change as we continue on. White privilege may have been a thing a long time ago, but guess what? Now that ain't there. That's why I say it does not exist. But go ahead. Does exist. So why why NWA, NWA got arrested in 1992, though? Uh, I don't know. Why did Lenny Bruce get arrested back in the 60s? Oh, you're talking about 1950. Look, 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 look. Check it out. Check it out. You, you're talking about, you're talking about, I'm going to talk, and when I talk, can nobody hear you? You're talking about things that happened over 30 years ago, right? So we've advanced in society since then. Talk about what's happening right now today. Don't bring up the past because if you're going to bring up the past, I'll bring up the past too. And then we talk about the past all night. Talk about what's happening right now today in the year 2020. White privilege does not exist right now. Maybe it did before in the past, but we're not in the past. We don't live in the past. We live right now today. So today, it does not exist. Your job is to sell to your audience certain oh, okay. types of all right. information. All right. So... Let's let's go back to today because you want you want to go back to the past. You don't want to live in the fifties and the sixties. Okay, that's fine. I'm talking. I'm talking. You be quiet. If you don't want to go in the past, let's talk about right now today. What's happening today? Do we have right privilege? Give me an example of it right now today. Not back in the eighties when I was a little boy. I got gray hair in my beard and everything else. Let's talk about what's happening right now today, boss. So, but do you know why they stopped getting arrested? 
Okay, why? Because they sent a letter to the Supreme Court. They have to pay thousands of dollars to lawyers to get a letter to the Supreme Court. And okay, that's what they so wait, so wait, okay. That was in the, oh, that was in the 80s and the 90s. Oh, 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 so so it don't matter. Okay, so you said that things 30 years ago happened and that proves what's happening right now today. Is that, is that, your, is that your point? So you're talking about things happen. You're talking about things that happened 30 years ago. So does that explain what's going on right right now today? Give me an example of today, or at least in the past five years of white privilege. Then you have a point. If not, then you have no point. I could give you an example in the 1990s. Nope, nope, it's not enough. So either give me an example of the recent five years, or I'll hang up and get to the next call. How about that? Because we don't. Well, either I'm give me an example from the past five years where I get to the next call. How about that? Well, in the 1990s. Uh, uh I said five years. Was, 90s is not five years ago. Well, you have to in order, in order, in nope, order. Nope, for, nope, 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 nope. Five years ago. Give me an example from the past five years. It's 2020. So back to like 2015 to right now. Give me an example. If you don't have one, then you prove my point and I win again. So, in, okay. So in order to know. All right. Have a nice day. <laughs> all right hey man you know people need to stop trying to debate me man i'm already ready like i'm already prepared for you like i'm already ready like i i i debate like it's my it's my lifeline i enjoy debating yeah i had him with lenny bruce early and from there he just pretty much went downhill two live crew in 1980s okay lenny bruce in the 50s and the 60s selling jokes on stage you know <laughs> All right, let's get to the next call. The number to call is 434-658-1220-443. You know, how am I speaking to? AVL, this is Paul from Maryland. I want you to sit back and smile like you did earlier, because I'm going to give you kudos you'll never forget. In 1972, I volunteered for Vietnam. It was under a two-year enlistment plan. So I'm a vet that's been around a little bit, and I'm going to tell you something. What you mob to do on here makes me cry. You're standing up for our country in a way to put you out there, your life out there, your families. It's just amazing what you're doing. And I wish I was younger because I'd be right there with you. God bless you. Tell, tell the Jays, Kansas, and anybody you talk to, tell them how much we appreciate it. Chat, let's give him a big kudos because I'll tell you what, it's a good man we're looking at there. Love you, ABL. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for the call, man. I really appreciate it. All right. Shout out to the caller. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for being here. Okay. I'm seeing people in the chat say you want to debate. <laughs> if you want to debate, come on. It's all good. Come on and debate. It's, it's fine. Call, up, call, up this, call into the show and we can have a debate. I love it. Okay. Shout out to Lenny Bruce. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. You know, he, he died like from like, he was on drugs and stuff. Like, and throughout his whole career, like he was getting arrested and dragged off stage telling jokes. It was crazy, man. White dude. So, you know, we've progressed. That's the whole point. We've been able to get past a lot of these things. We've, we've been able to improve since even a few years ago, even from like 2010, we've improved. We we're improving constantly, but the, the left's narrative is that you know, everything is so bad and slavery still happening right now today in 2020. You know, can you think about how long ago even five years was? That's a long time. Ten years is a very long time. 
you know, the 90s, I remember back when the 90s, I was a little boy. I'm, I'll be 36, man. I got great. Like in 1990, I was like kindergarten, first grade. That's a long time ago, man. And your life might be what, 80, 90 years tops. So 30 years ago, you're talking about almost half of your life. So let's get to the next call. All right, call you on the line. We're speaking to 602. Yes, 602. All right, who am I speaking to? Boomer. All right, man, what's going on? Not a whole lot. Okay, just, so... I uh, have a message for... Just have a message for you. Thanks for your uh, show, and uh, you're doing a great job. And uh, just uh, remember that, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out here that support you. And... Uh, you know, appreciate what you're doing. Oh, thank you for that, man. Definitely appreciate it. So uh, I do have a little uh, uh, message, um, and and this is for your generation. I'm 56 years old. Uh, you, this is for your generation. Don't be afraid to do the dirty jobs. You know who Rep Mike Rowe is, correct? Yes. Yeah. Tell your generation not to be afraid to do the, the menial stuff, because uh, that's where you uh, where you advance. You step you step the stones, and you don't you don't come out of college and expect a giant leap unless you're part of the one percent. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. So no, gotta gotta keep on gotta you know start somewhere, and, and then grow and then build from there. You know you gotta be patient. And your patience, your hard work will pay off in the end. Exactly. And uh, I just, I just, this is a message that I want to just, uh, me personally, I want to get out there. And, uh, you know, I just, I see that uh, there's this hopelessness with um, the, gen the current generation. It seems, it seems to me, now, not everybody, but, uh, you know, the liberal side, of course. Uh, they seem to be a little bit on the hopeless side and, and, uh, you know, it doesn't all come to you overnight. And I just want, uh, everyone to remember that. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, ABL, I appreciate what you're doing and, uh, you know, if I make it onto the show, great. If I don't, uh, you have a great night. Okay. Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Okay. Have a good night. All right, shout out to the caller. But yeah, all the calls that come in, if I answer the call, then you're, you're on live. I don't have a screener or anything. It's just me answering. You know, and I, I like it that way. Let's get to the next call. 931, you know, who am I speaking to? Uh, yes, uh, this is Susan from Tennessee. All right, what's going on? Oh, you know, just uh, wanted to make a couple comments and then I have a question for you. Um, I do remember Lenny Bruce. He's on that show, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm -hmm. He was featured on there. And then, um, yeah, I just thought that was, that was interesting. Uh, I, I have a question as far as I know the whole Cardi B thing is a big thing everyone's talking about. My question for you is, do you feel her interviewing Joe Biden is going to be a help to further... The Democratic 
craziness? Do you think that's going to make him look cooler and more relevant and that would hurt the Trump administration or do you feel that's going to backfire? Um, I feel like it probably won't do much of anything one way or the other. Uh, if, 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 if anything, it'll backfire because the people that like the people that are going to say that was a good move were pretty much already going to vote for a Joe Biden. It's not going to attract anybody new. It's not going to help him. It's not like, you know, an on-the-fence voter who's worried about immigration and, you know, climate change or something like that would be like, hey, here's Cardi B. Here's a, a trusted person. Let me just listen to what she's got to say, and I'll change my mind. I don't think it would really work. So, no, I think people that are interested in the voting will probably want things to be a little bit more serious. So that probably that won't do anything. If, if anything, it'll turn somebody off. It's like, OK, you want to put this person up there and I'm going to vote for you. But people that are going to want to vote for them, they've already made their mind up anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. And I did want to say it's I, I really value what you're doing because, you know, I'm I'm a white middle aged stay home mom just doing my thing. And I feel like I don't really have a lot of a lot of things to add to the conversation because I just don't feel very equipped. And so I'm very appreciative of what you have been giving to at least me and what I can learn because I feel like I actually have a resource I can send people to that really people will respect and it, you have a voice that I can't speak. And so I just wanted to, to give you a shout out that I really appreciate what you're doing because it's just, it's valuable for me to have a source that I can send people to and say, just don't listen to me because, you know, I'm just a middle-aged white mom. I, I really appreciate what you're, you and Tatum and all those guys are doing to equip someone like me and give me a voice that I'm confident in. So I appreciate that. Well, I thank you for that. I definitely appreciate you and for your, your support in general. I appreciate you. Yeah, have a good night. Same to you. All righty. Great call. Great call. But, you know, hey, I, I, I do my own part to help the whole situation, to make the whole movement go forward. I do my part. I do whatever I can. All right. Let me get to the next call. And let's go. Someone 707, you're in the line. I'm speaking to me, uh... Derek, how are you doing? ABL? I'm doing pretty good. about yourself? <laughs> good, good. Good. Just want to, you know, thank you for all your work. And, you know, I really appreciate it. I just started listening to you about a couple of uh, months ago, but man, I, I just enjoy you. You're a funny guy. Uh, I like that part where you say, put a bow on the top. That's so funny. <laughs> Keep up the good work. <laughs> I always like that. And, but I was, I was, I just wanted to comment really quick. Did you notice that yesterday, that today's on the democratic uh, convention on all those YouTube uh, um, channels, they didn't let us uh, do any comments. Did you notice that? Oh, no, I didn't notice that. So all the chats were disabled? Yeah, and yesterday, oh, man, but yesterday they weren't saying a lot of good things about them either. It was really funny, but <laughs> the, today they just decided, well, you know, we're not going to let these guys say anything because it's probably going to hurt us more. But, you know, I just wanted to comment on that. And thank you very much for your hard work and keep up the good work, man. And thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. All right. All right, man. You have a good day. Bye-bye. Um. I'm on the NBC page, on the NBC YouTube page, checking out what's happening with the, the DNC. Now, here's here's something. Okay, I see this random video. It says, thousands attend Wuhan pool party. I'm going to just put it on the screen right quick.
just just so you guys can understand what's happening right here. Hold on one second. Thousands attend Wuhan pool party. Let me just get my situation straight over here. And then you'll be able to see what's going on. So, you know, Wuhan at Hubei province, China, that's where the virus started, right? So they can have full blown, full blown pool parties with, you know, thousands of people, right? And you know how China is, it's a lot of people. You got like a fifth of humanity in one country. So it's a lot of people everywhere. Look at this, but we can't even go to church. We, we gotta, when you send your kids to school, they're, they're like in these little uh, blocks, Roblox boxes on their desks. They can't even, you know, sit next to their friends and talk to them really. They got to socially distance, even though kids only really catch the virus, let alone die from it. Talking about some um, early requirements to monitor health codes. They uh, require from an app. What's, what's, what's that going to do when you pretty much elbow to elbow at a pool party? Come on. Right in the center of the virus in Wuhan. Come on. Like, let's let's just stop playing games here. Let's stop playing games. All right. Let's get to the next call. The number to call 434-658-1220. on the line. Who am I speaking to? Yeah, this is Matt Holmesmith. All righty, what's going on? So I saw your um, video today, um, and I saw about the press conference with um, Trump and QAnon. So I've actually never seen anything where anyone's ever asked about QAnon. I've been following this for a while. What do you think about it? I, I don't know. I don't know much about it, really, because I just I've not really followed it. All I know is that some people who do follow it, I know personally, and they're cool people. And I have some good information, but as far as QAnon, I don't know a lot about it myself. Okay. All right. Well, good to know. Um, and another question, you may have already asked this. So I saw in the video that you had today that you were talking about, um, or you insinuated that you were um, for the Democrat Party before. What actually made you change? Um, just kind of growing up, really becoming a man. Like, I was seeing things I didn't really like. Um I voted for Obama in 2008, the first time, and it was a great thing. We mm -hmm. had a party at my office. It was Hope and Change, the first black male president. And I'm young. I'm like, I think I was 23 at the time when I voted for him. So I was pretty young, mm -hmm. just politically ignorant. And then as time progressed, and I started to, because at that time I had my own business. We had an ad agency. We had a party at the office, matter of fact, when he won. Um, we had all our clients there. Everybody was there. And then as I started to do that some more, and I was out here talking to people, you know, actual business owners every single day and myself being a business owner, mm -hmm. I realized about taxes. I realized about just life in general as an adult. So it just kind of didn't really add up under Obama. A lot of my friends went bankrupt. They had businesses. So I'm like, what's really going on? Why are you paying such high taxes? Like what's happening? And then that kind of sent me down a rabbit hole to figure out a lot about politics and about what's happening. And I say right around 2011, 2012, that's when I decided to change my mind and go a different direction. But the, the main thing was economics not being right. That it made me just kind of, it, it forced me to just think about politics for a while. And then I found the truth. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I love that you use the word rabbit hole. I've went down so many rabbit holes and once you're in, you can never get out. But I want to thank you so much for everything that you do. Me and my husband love your videos. Um, I love the one today that you had. I think it's amazing. And I just really want to thank you for everything that you've, that you've done and all the videos that you have. Well, thank you for your call and your support. Definitely appreciate y'all. 
All right. Thank you. Have a good night. Same to you. All right. Shout out to the caller. But yeah, you know, I had to go down the rabbit hole. I had to get my 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 um my diving my my spelunking gear. I had to go down there, uh, with with the rope and the, and the hook and all that good stuff. And I was able to get a lot of good information. And I realized that a Democratic Party liberalism politically was not for me. And really, I was already kind of conservative anyway, so it just kind of made sense. I was conservative socially, just not politically. All right, calling on the line. We're speaking to eight six three. Yes, I'm surprised I got through. Thank you. No problem. Uh, um, I'm kind of wondering. Look, I, I, my first vote was when I Clinton between Clinton and Perot, and I voted for Perot back then because I think that the country needed to be run more like a business. Unfortunately, we didn't win, of course, and we were stuck with Clinton. And that's the reason why I voted for Trump this time around, because he's a businessman and he can run this country like a business because we've grown so much, I think, that that's what's necessary to grow America, to make America great again, if you will. Um, on that point, I'm kind of wondering, because of how divided we've become with the news making it like that, have you lost any friends due to political views or the differences in your views because we've lost a couple of friends or it's a very strained relationship. Well, like I say, I have lost some people, but not really. Well, I'll 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 put it to you like this. This is probably the best way I can explain it to you. Um, I did lose some friends back in Virginia, especially because they, you know, they, they didn't understand where I was coming from. They didn't understand what I had going on. But the people I lost at the end of it weren't really that important and i've gained many more friends along the way that were better quite frankly than the friends i had ever were just being all the way real okay so i'm not even really worried about losing friends because as i progress in the right direction i can't worry about anybody else i can't even care about anybody else that is not going to be going with me it's just like this okay if there's a house that's on fire right and i'm saying hey everybody get out the house is on fire you're going to burn up And then they're saying, no, we don't want to leave. It's like, look, I can't be worried about losing you if you don't want to leave. You got to stay there, do whatever you got to do. But I'm going to leave. I'm going to continue to live my life and I'm going to meet more people that are not in the house is burnt up. If you want to stay there, that's your prerogative. So, yes, I have lost some friends, but I've gained many more and I've gained a better quality of friend than I had before. Yeah, yeah. And I've I've noticed that I've got a few friends like I've I've heard you make mention of it before that are like undercover Trump supporters. Yeah. That you know, you, you're, that you're, that I, and that's why I think Trump's going to win this time because it was a kind of, like they say, kind of a close call and there was the issue over a couple of states and the popular votes and whatnot. But I think what's happening here recently is that I think more and more people are becoming awake to the fact that these are I, I don't see them as protest. I, I really don't. I think they're more like riots, and I think there's more and more information getting out, and these people are seeing this. And they're, for all the people that voted for Trump last time, I can't. I think most of them are going to vote for him again, and and I'm and I'm thinking that all the undercover supporters are just going to bump the numbers up. <laughs> Absolutely, one hundred percent correct. All right. Uh, well, um, 
glad I made it through, and uh, I love what you're putting out there, and keep up the good work. I'm 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 impressed with the 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 research that you do and the the honesty of it. I, I appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you for the call. Definitely have appreciate a good it. Night. All right, same to you now. Thank you. All right, shout out to the caller. Great call. Let me get to the next call. Four three four six five eight one two two zero. Again, four three four six five eight one two two zero. Let me get to the next one. Seven one six on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey Anthony, it's Gene. Um, how are you? Uh, everything's good. How about yourself? I'm good. Um, everything's great. Um, yeah, I just uh, wanted to point out only one thing um, about the chat. Uh, they're talking about this guy who called in with a Spanish accent. Uh, they call him Ivan. Well, at least call Ivan. Uh, Ivan. That's yeah, one thing. And uh, the other thing, um, it, about Kim, um, I'm so glad to see such a great person um, out there and doing such actually uh, valuable video that people will see, you know, and she, her campaign ad is so awesome. She's awesome. And I think somebody wrote in the check, Tupac. Yeah, I love Tupac. Uh, he's awesome. Anyway, um, uh, I, I don't want to... Oh, somebody said, has Ivan called yet? Well, real Ivan, yes, right now. <laughs> anyway, um, what's your thoughts about Kim and uh, BLM security assault? Uh, just give me the short. Uh, yeah. What, what was the question about Kim? Oh, uh, what you thought about uh, Kim? Uh, I mean, I think she's wonderful personal person, and she's so beautiful, and she's like the one that you're supposed to, like most women, supposed to look up to, or men even <laughs> in this case. And she's doing a great job. She's putting this out there, like real truths about Democrats. Yeah, she really is. It's it's a good thing that she's doing because. It doesn't really happen that much. It, it needs to be out there. It needs to be in the forefront. And I hope that she, um, I hope that she um, gets to speak at the RNC next week. You know, hopefully she does because we need we need to hear more of it. The the left keep putting out their narrative all the time about what's happening in the inner city. They keep talking about defunding the police. That's, that's going to be a good thing. But Kim is out there in Baltimore talking to regular people, and they're saying, "No, it's not going to be a good thing. We don't need to have this happen." And the Democrats want to hide a Baltimore. They want to hide their neglected areas in their cities. And not like conservatives are the ones that are holding people down. But it's like, look at your city. Look at what's going on. You have control there. So what are you really doing? So I'm glad she's exposing what's going on and trying to make a difference. So, yeah, I'm definitely a big fan of hers. Been a fan of hers for a long time, actually. Yeah, um, well, first of all, she's very smart, and um, she is, like, right on point. Like, I love that. Like, th there was no, like, uh, just all that bullshit that CNN oh, is. Can't, can't cuss, though. Real... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> yeah, anyway, um, uh, thank you, Abel, for taking my call. Um, I love all of your subscribers and all of your content. Uh, it's all awesome. But don't call that, uh, you know, Hispanic person, Ivan. Uh, you know, call real Ivan, Ivan. <laughs> <laughs> you could call me Ivan. Okay, fine. I'll take that. <laughs> I thank you for the call. I definitely Even appreciate though it. I live here, I, I live here more uh, than I lived in other country. Um, I'm 41. I came here when I was 15, so it's been a while. Right, it's all good. All right, buddy. Thanks for your content. I love you and all the good stuff you do. It's awesome. And thanks for your subscribers and everybody who supports you. God bless all of you. All right. Thank you for the call. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Shout out to the caller. Shout out to the real Ivan. <laughs> yeah, he's actually a Russian guy. And I think... Um, the 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 lefty Ivan that we have, or that we had earlier on the show, he's from somewhere in, um, you know, Central America or Panama or Dominican. I don't know where he's from. Let's get to the next call. Four zero four. You don't know who I'm speaking to. Jason Miller. All right, man. What's going on? Hey, ABL. How you doing? I can't complain too much. I got a little bit of background noise. Turn your speakers down in the background for me, please. All right, you there? Hey, you must have a lag in the video because I had it playing on the on the phone and then on the TV and didn't see you on. Yeah, it does lag. It does lag. Hey, I wanted to call in and talk to you a little bit about Shadowgate. Yeah, I've not seen that yet, but I heard that it's pretty good. Well, the whole narrative is about how everything's unfolding with every with all the events that we got going on all the way to the election, all the way over to the U.K. election, and all the way over into Iraq and Iran. Mm -hmm. And what they're doing with the defunding the police is trying to get our police off, off the streets so they can bring in these psychops uh, uh, with the drones and with the uh, robot police. And it's all funded by George Soros, and then covers their whole narrative on what they're trying to do. Right. But yeah, I, I definitely want to see the movie for sure. Oh, it's, it's phone hung up. Uh, shout out to the caller. I don't know what happened. It wasn't me. I didn't hang up on you, boss. All right. Let's get to some more calls. And you guys are the best audience on the internet. So if you like the video, give me a like. Hit the thumbs up button right there on the screen in front of you if you've not done so already and if you're not subscribed i don't know what you're waiting on hit that subscribe button right now and when you do that click the little bell that's right beside it when you click that bell you get notified whenever i go live and or post a new video all right also a little advertisement i'll be your brandon tatum's show tomorrow as always we're there every thursday at 8 p.m eastern so find me over there it'll be Derek gradinego brandon tatum myself and a special guest I have no idea who this is going to be. I don't decide that process. But hopefully, we get a good guest. We've always had good guests. You guys are fantastic. 
you know, the Patriots out there to come on and they talk, they're always good people. So we're going to get a really good uh, guest. I, I did not hang up. You got to blame the white man for that. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next call. Let's go. Okay. All right, call you on the line. We're speaking to 937. Yeah. Yes, who am I speaking to? Uh, my name is Dave Phelan, uh, a.k.a. Darn Boy Ain't Right. All righty, man. What's going on? Not a lot, man. I just had to call because I lost a friend of about 15 to 20 years because I posted this live feed on a group, mm -hmm. and he called me a racist. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah. was, was there was there any kind of conversation? Was there any kind of talk after that? It was just you're racist and I hate you and you're gone after 15, 20 years? Or was there a talk, a conversation? There was no conversation. Wow. No comment, unfriended me, blocked me, all because I put your stream in the group. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, man. But I feel like, you know, if you got, if you got real true friends and you do what they don't like, you should be able to talk about it and work something out maybe if you got a real friend. But... That's crazy. He would just, I you know. I just don't understand how I'm. I'm racist. I'm a white guy who posted a black man's video, so I'm racist. Yeah, it don't make no sense. It's like, <laughs> how how are you racist? I'm, I'm here saying whatever I'm saying. So what does it got to do with you? And you know, so it's it's, it's wow. Now, is is a person? Was were they black? Were they white? Like, where were they? He is a he's a white guy, and give him a little bit of background information on him. He is a professor in philosophy at a local community college. Uh, yeah, so he's like extremely left. <laughs> okay. Like you can't, if you threw any more left, it hits you in the back of the head. <laughs> you know what? And I've, I've seen people like that. The, the far leftist white guys, they'll be the kind of person that called me a white supremacist. I've been called that before by them. I'm not even joking. I'm dead serious. That's insane. It really is. So it's it's not you that did anything wrong. It's not me that did anything wrong. It's him for just being far left. He's not thinking clearly here. I don't know, man. I don't know. But anyway, I've been uh, hit and redial so many times. I think I got carpal tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I finally got through. You are the real deal Captain America, man. Just everybody knows it. Well, I thank you for and, that, man. I appreciate uh, you. And I watch all the panels live. I watch you live, Brandon, uh, all of you. And I even watch uh, Eric July, who is a, uh, what do you call him? Libertarian. Libertarian. Yes. Yeah. I even watch him. I really, I just line up with you guys. It's just uh, a stupid, it's just a stupid side note that I'm a white guy and you're a black guy. Big deal. Who gives the crap? Right, exactly. But anyway, I'm not gonna hold up like all the other people. I'm not gonna hold you up. I just wanted to call. It was so important for me to get through tonight. I got through. I said my piece. Appreciate you. Keep up the good work. All right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Bye. All right, shout out to the caller. But yeah, I, I get. I'm telling you, I, I get those calls of people that not that calls, but you know, like uh, especially like in uh, the, the the worst place for that is Facebook. Oh my goodness, like. If somebody sees me comment on a thread somewhere, uh, one of these lefty rags, New York Times, uh, you, you're a self-hater. You, you hate yourself, you know, and they're real bold in the DMs or like they're really bold in private Facebook groups. Like can't nobody like screenshot. But anyway, 
they're really bold in those private Facebook groups talking crazy. Um, you know, white. I've been called a white supremacist by a white person before, and it's not happened. Just it's happened more than once, actually. It's like I, I mean, I don't understand. Maybe I'm just looking in the wrong mirror. Maybe I can't see myself. I, I have a camera right here, right in front of me. I can kind of see myself on the screen that's right here off to the side. I, I don't really see a white person, but that's what they that's what they'll do. A person that says something like that, you can't reach because they're, they're not really mentally present. They're somewhere else totally. So what are you really going to do? There's not much you can do. All right, let's get to the next call. All right. 682, you're the line I'm going to speak to. This is Chris from uh, Fort Worth, Texas. All right, man, what's going on? Oh, uh, not much. Hey, did you hear what happened uh, this past, past weekend in Dallas? With uh, all that uh, mess that came in, uh, trying to disturb our, our community here in Dallas. Um, I think I heard something about that. What what exactly happened? Uh, actually, there was a bunch of Antifa and uh, I don't know how many other groups that came into our community uh, in Dallas. And I don't live in Dallas. I live in Fort Worth. But uh, evidently, the, uh, the police uh, <clears throat> took over what they were trying to do, and they shut them down. Mm. And now, now those uh, Antifa members and whoever they were are trying to file suits against uh, that county because... They were uh, maliciously, uh, how you say, uh, wrongfully done <laughs> or mistreated. Okay, okay. So let me let me get this straight. So basically, Antifa came in. They wanted to cause uh, a bunch of chaos, a bunch of mayhem, and since they were not allowed to do that, they wanted to sue the local area because they couldn't do what they wanted to do. Yes, exactly, exactly. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to let your your uh, audience members know that if you come to Texas, uh, you ain't gonna get away with what's going on with the rest of the country. Uh, we're over here, and we're gonna get down to the nitty gritties, and we're gonna stand down, and we're gonna be able to defend ourselves. That's right. Absolutely. Because for, for one thing, we stand first for Texas, and then we stand for the rest of the country. Absolutely, 100%. I mean, you know, people are really going to start to see that a lot more. They, they keep trying to test this. It's like, well, no, we're, we're going to stand up. We're not just going to let you do whatever you want to us. You know, maybe you could do that in some parts of the country, but they're not standing up. But you can't do that everywhere. It's just not going to be what it is. Exactly. And I want to know what Antifa and those uh, radical left uh, uh, members are going to do when they get over there to that big old statue that got that that we got between here and between Dallas and Houston. <clears throat> There's a, I think it's a 90 foot. It's not even not even taller. Statue of Sam Houston. 
Uh huh. Standing there, and it's all lit up. What are they going to do to tear that down? Apps. Hey, I don't know. You know, they might must want to try to hurt themselves trying to get it down, like happened in, in Virginia. They try to tear down that statue in the city I used to live in called Portsmouth. They, they tore down a part of the statue and a piece of it fell on the dude. And I, th- I think he might have died or got seriously injured. It's like, man, how are you going to hurt yourself trying to attack a statue that's not even um, animate? It's an inanimate object and you get hurt trying to tear it down. So hopefully nobody gets hurt trying to tear down um, some 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 steel. But if they want to do that, then they're going to find out the hard way that it's not going to go the the proper way for them. Yeah, right. Well, I I couldn't believe, but uh, the first time that I seen that statue, I was searching through the internet, internet, and I seen it. Okay, on the internet. But uh, I spent six years truck driving, and I used when I started truck driving, I used to drive from Fort Worth to Houston on I-45. And the first time that I seen that statue, I said, oh, my God, look at this thing. I pulled over to the side of the road, and I took pictures of, of that, that statue. That thing is amazing. That thing, it has to be a football field long. Right. Oh, that's that's, that's humongous. <laughs> uh, Sam Houston. Right. And I said, oh, my God. That's amazing. Absolutely. That statue, that statue almost, it took my breath away. Uh, I'm right there with you, man. Hey. These, these idiots that are doing all this Statue and tearing down these statues and everything don't understand our country. But DL, ADL, I want to get back to another subject. Well, I'm sorry, but I got I got I got more calls on the line. I got to get to, so I got to cut the call short. So I thank you for the call, man. I definitely appreciate you. Give me two minutes, please. I, I can't. I'm please. sorry. Call, listen to me. I, I have more callers. I got to be fair to everybody now. So I thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. Yeah, please, 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 <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Please, please. I, I, oh, how about how about this? Call back. Call back the next time. We can talk about what you want to talk about then. All right. Hey, Bill. I I tried to get into you I, for I, 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 I understand. I understand. But listen to what I'm saying. I have to get to some more calls. Thank you for the call. All right. I, I mean, he was a nice guy. I want to hang up on him, but I, you know, call back the next time. We can talk about what you want to talk about, man. But I I have I have more calls on the line. I got to be fair. All right. Eight six oh, you're on the line. I'm gonna speak to. Hello. Yes. Oh, I made it. You ABL? sure did. Yes. <laughs> what's what's going on? How's everything? Everything's good. Sorry, I just had your 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 voice on my uh, headphones, so I got confused there. So let's talk about Cardi B. <laughs> let's do it. Let's talk about it. Um. Playing devil's advocate, let's just pretend for argument's sake that you don't have to be college educated to be a good person and uh, you still want to come out and vote and do what's right for your family. But I still don't understand what she has to do with journalism and why she, she was the one that interviewed Biden because even actors who are like the most you know, outspoken and politically active, I've never seen them interview a political candidate. Have you? 
No, nah, I've I've not I've not seen that. I've, I've never seen anything like that. Especially right now, you got the DNC going on. This is a really important time. Like this ain't you're not gonna just get anybody to do an interview. You want to go to the top, to to the most visible shows, to the political spaces. Not an interview on L Magazine with Cardi B. It's pretty random. Very random. And you were saying about how you were saying how Joe looks beat up. But all jokes aside. I remember when he appeared on The View, this was before COVID, but when he was already in the running, and um, he looked normal. He looked like the VP that I remember. And then something happened. I don't know if it's this campaign that's really, like, beating him down, but when I see him now, he reminds me of that character on um, Living Color. You remember Fire Marshal Bill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. That that kind of look, you know, like a sunken face. I, I can't explain it, but when they show him on the, um, you know, on the TV now, he he looks like he's advanced in age, like overnight or something. Or or, or am I crazy? Nah, I, I do see what you're talking about. He, he does look look pretty bad, but I, I say he's I say he's been kind of going downhill for a minute. You know, maybe he was on the View. He may have just I don't know. Might have been a good hair day. I don't know what's going on, but he's been kind of going downhill for a minute. And you see him more and more and you know what and, and the crazy part is that he's not even really doing the campaign like that he's pretty much in his basement he's not really going anywhere so it's like why right. you, why he's just getting old and it, i feel like he's 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 rapidly accelerating his aging process exactly he's got like this wide-eyed look like a like really old yep and um what else is going on? Oh, yeah, the footage of that DNC convention. I mean, other than Eva Langoria, like you said, she's easy on the eyes. The whole thing was a disaster. I mean, someone sent them relief because it made no sense to me. It was just like really gloom and doom, very boring. And then the guy in the dress, what the heck was that about? And did you say that the colors of that flag meant something else at the end? I, I didn't get it. Oh yeah, what I know what that. Have to do with it? I, know, I know what that flag. That's the um, that's the RBG <laughs> flag. That's a Pan African flag. A lot of pro blacks use that. Um, and you may see them mm -hmm. wear the colors red, black, and green. That's what that was. Like he didn't do it overtly because it's kind of like mm -hmm. he 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 turned what what he did was turn the RBG flag into a gay flag because it was like turquoise mm -hmm. and fuchsia, you know. And that does not, oh. yeah, that that does not mix with the art with the um the RBG movement at all. So he's just doing some really strange and trolling type stuff, in my humble opinion. Yeah, and he was in Sesame Street, remember? So it makes me think, you know, with the whole transgender stuff, I thought, you know, maybe that's code word for transgender. There's an agenda. Because every <laughs> time I turn around, there's something about that with them. And it's like, if, is it the Democratic Party? It's like for the cool kids? I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get the impression that it's like they're the ratchet party. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they want to be down with everything. There was this um, meme floating around with Jesus Christ. I don't know if you said it and if you've seen it. And it says the caption was, all this talk about WAP better be about worship and praise. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ariel, that's it. I didn't know you were going to pick up. I was literally doing chores when the phone just went through and had to throw my headsets to the side because they were playing at the same time. But um, keep doing what you do. I mean, I look forward to you twice a week and... I don't think I would have ever had my eyes open so wide if not for your channel about politics and stuff. Well, I appreciate that. And thank you for your call. Most certainly appreciate you. All right. You're welcome. Take care. All right, Bye. Now. Shout out to the caller. Great call. And she's she she talking about Billy Porter at the end of the DNC. 
There was a whole performance. Oh, yeah. It's on my Instagram page. Go to my Instagram page right now. Instagram.com forward slash Anthony B. Logan. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y. The letter B. Don't get offended by this. L-O-G-A-N. So, yeah, that's him right there. Billy Porter. That's the same guy that was on uh, at Sesame Street with a, with a tux dress on. And he's like got some kind of cape or something. I don't know what it is. But you, 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 you did. Um, <laughs> you did. Gay vampire in Brooklyn. What's happening, boss? But anyway... This man has on uh, 1776 um, ballroom couture mixed with something else. I don't even know what's going on. But anyway, the flag that's behind him, that's the red, black, and green flag. But the colors are not quite what you would see in a normal RBG flag. You would see a regular green right here. This is like turquoise or something else. And you got fuchsia. It's an RBG flag. And it's like a dark green. It's supposed to be black. As a Pan-African flag. So you're trying to make that whole Pan-African pro-black movement be pro-gay, but it's not. And it's just not going to be. It is what it is. You know, I used to be kind of like in that space. And I know that they're, they're not pro-gay at all. At all. They're vehemently anti-gay. You know, that's to the point where it's articles written about them in black media talking about pro-blacks are homophobic. But it's not even about that. They're just speaking about other things like, you know, preachers touching on little boys. But that's a different story. I digress. Anyway... That's what's going on with your boy, Billy Porter, and that whole uh, situation. All right, so let's get to some more calls. 314, you're on line. What speaking to? 314? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, it's Mark. All right, man, what's going on? Hey, man, ain't nothing much. Oh, you're on the phone. All right, I, I, I'm trying to call you. Hey, I was just trying to figure out uh, um, what do you know about the uh, the uh, Democratic Party, man? As far as um, it can't be real. I mean, the the, the craziness that's happening. Um, you know, this week it's just they got got some kind of agenda. It just don't seem it, it can't be that that far off, man. It just seemed like they're so far off. It's real. It's one hundred percent real. It's definitely far out because we're seeing it happen. We we see we can we can go and we can see examples of it actually happening. Like you go to academia, go to colleges, go to even go to K through twelve, go to kindergarten class. Like there was an example of it in California where everything really just kind of starts as far as this far leftist stuff. It was an example of um, a transgender reveal in kindergarten. The little boy or girl went to the bathroom as one gender. And came out as a different gender. Little kids coming home crying. Wow. Mommy, mommy, am I going to am I, I going to turn into a boy? Crying, confused. So it's it's real. Oh yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah, it's just it just seems like it's it's like common sense is just has just disappeared, man. It's just, I mean, I I don't I don't quite understand how how um, how how they think they can they can accomplish anything with the with nonsense that we just see. I hope that most most people who watch who watch watch everything have um, you know just have a little common sense and the things it's just not it's just not adding up. It's just like they can't. It's almost like they're trying to fail. Uh, is there some kind of some kind of weird agenda or something they're trying to accomplish? It's just it's just it's just very strange. But um, yeah, and uh, I really appreciate your uh, uh, what you do. I see you do, you do a lot of research and I get a lot of my information from you. And uh, and and I really appreciate it. Thank you for that, man. Thank you for the call. As always, definitely appreciate you. Oh, sure, sure. All right, man. Have a good night. I'll talk to you later. All right, now. All right, later. All 
All right, shout out to the caller. Let's get to some more calls here. Seven six oh, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello. Yes, who am I speaking to? This is Desiree. All right, California. All right, what's going on? Well, I this is the first time I've called in, and I do watch you. I watch all you guys, and I wanted to tell you that I'm sick of this nomenclature that that the left. So-called left is using. It's not a, uh, a conservative versus liberal, or uh, left versus right, or blue versus red. It's good versus evil. That's straight up the way it is. It, the the so-called left is the hand under the puppet of this BLM movement and all of these um, these. A B C D E F G H I J K groups <laughs> that are that are out here pretending and using the black narrative, the black uh, people, the people of color, using them as an excuse to uh, champion their causes. Because every time they get ready to get blown out the water and and their little you know veil snatched off of them, they spin up and gin up some other little you know, uh, excuse, uh, trying to say that, you know, they, they, they call you out and accuse you and attack you because they don't want to be exposed for the perverse and ungodly way that they think and behave and the way they want to control others. That is, that is enough. It, we are, we're tired of it. That's why they lost you know, in 2016, because we clearly saw that Obama didn't bring change to people of color. He brought in that that alphabet cruise agenda. That's what it was, and that's what it is. That's what they want it to be. And and people that are decent, who don't give a hoot what you're doing in your bedroom, that's none of our business, and what we do in ours is none of yours, we're tired of that. We don't want our children to become you know, these zombies that run around and act all, you know, uncontrolled and irresponsible and and uh, that flip out at every, you know, every little thing that doesn't go their way. We're, we're through. We're up to here. The silent majority is up to here. People of color across the board. It doesn't matter what color you are. We're sick of the craziness. We're sick of the perversity. And I just had to get that off my chest. Because I'm through. <laughs> but I wanted to tell you, I thank you. I appreciate what you guys are doing, that you give a platform to, and a voice to those that are fed up. And we want you to keep doing what you're doing, and we're supporting you. And we're going to be out here. We're going to be supporting Trump no matter no matter what, because he's, he's done what he said he's going to do and more. And I believe that he is um, – I believe all authority comes from God, period. And he puts people in positions of power to do what he wants to have done. So it's going to come to pass. This is going to wrap up. But we're just going to call them out and hold them their feet to the fire and call them what they are and stop letting them wordsmith and switch up the language and play word games and, and keep up this deception. We're through. And that's all I got to say. So God bless you. Have a good night. And I love you. And I uh, appreciate all of the people who follow you, all 2,583 of you. <laughs> That's it. I'm out. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, uh, all right. Bye-bye. Great call. Fantastic call. I'm telling you, man, y'all smart out there. Y'all smarter than I am. I couldn't do it without y'all. Y'all the best. 
audience on the internet. So, okay, I got time for one more call. Let me go ahead and get on to it. Let's do, um, let me see. 682, you're the line. I'm speaker to. Hey, Anthony. Yes. How you doing? Hey. Oh, I'm sorry. Call it. Call it. Listen, call it. Listen to me now. You already called earlier, so I got one call per night. I'm sorry. All right. One call per night. I'm sorry about that. Let's go. 435, you're on the line. I'm going to speak it to. Hey, this is Big Lair Sorton. How you doing, ABL? Everything's good. How about yourself? Uh, great. Hey, I just wanted to bring up what's going on with Portland. I don't know why the country can't see how, you know, taking away the police, the lawlessness, what a city can turn into when you remove, you know, the things of our country that keep our cities in line and keep our politics and keep, you know, what's supposed to be going on in line. Portland is a perfect example, or Seattle is a perfect example of what would happen across this country if the left and the Democrats had their way. Yeah, it, it's um, definitely, it's, it's, a, it's a free preview. Well, it's not free because it's costing a lot of money and a lot of lives and a lot of damage to the American society and to the morale of people. It's definitely not free, but we're getting, we're, we're seeing what will happen across the entire nation if we let them just take over the whole country and do whatever they want to do for sure. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a perfect, I mean, if there was a, if there was a, if there was a test subject of what could and what is happening, that is the perfect uh, test subject right there. And all people can wake up and realize that, you know, that's what our country could turn into if, you know, the, the left, the extreme left and the Democrats had their way, but. Anyways, I appreciate what you're doing. Keep up the good work and uh, take care. Have a good evening. All right. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. Mm-hmm. All righty. That will be a wrap for me. Matter of fact, I'll take one more call. 304, you're in line. I'm going to speak it to. Hey, Anthony. How are you? I'm doing a right. Can't complain about yourself. I'm doing good. This is Sarah calling from West Virginia, Charleston, Chucktown. All right, Charleston. You know I'm from there originally. That's where I was born and ran. Right, right. (laughs) I know. Hey, homie, I just want to say what in the world is going on? I just feel like we are in spiritual warfare. Um, You know, a young lady spoke earlier about how this isn't even Republicans versus Dems. This is really... Um, good versus evil. And, you know, I'm just so happy that a lot of black people are starting to wake up and see what's really happening. You know, we are being bamboozled by the Democratic Party. And um, I'm just so happy that someone like you is doing what you're doing because you can reach the masses. I try to do my part. I try to educate and, and get our people to see what's really going on trying to get them to actually do their own research. You know, I tell my friends, I'm not here to change your mind. I'm just here to make you think and get you to research for yourself. You know, um, the, the media, they're doing a, a horrible injustice to the American people. They're showing half-truths. You know, they cut and edit and show small clips 
They don't show the whole narrative, but it's so that it fits their agenda, which is basically to destroy this country. And they have us so racially divided, people don't see that Obama has started this. You know, um, I I digress. (laughs) I say the Clintons kind of started the this division. Hillary, with all of her rhetoric, you know, about how the 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 election was stolen from her and and um in the first thing they want to do is point fingers at white people and um black people just fall for it i just i just don't understand um it's just really frustrating i feel like i'm in the in the twilight zone you know and i just want to wake up (laughs) i just want to wake up and and this be all over yeah, I hear you. I mean, I, I mean, I'm right there with you. It, it's crazy, but I feel like we're we're kind of turning the corner. I feel like, it, it, but one thing I will say is that it'll probably get worse before it gets better. And I feel like we're getting to the point where it's getting worse, but it can only, in my opinion, go up from here. People are tired right. and fed up. They're not really. They're not for all this stuff. It's like the um, video I was talking about earlier today from Kim Classic um, up there in Baltimore. Uh, she's talking regular people about defunding the police and nobody wants that. When she go out here to the communities, no. No, nobody wants that. But the, the people that are in charge, they're talking about, yeah, go ahead and defund it. But it's not really a thing that anybody wants. So as more, much more of that comes out, we'll be able to turn the corner and do something different. But it's going to be a, a battle because they, they keep fighting all the time to keep all this crazy stuff going. We got to fight the other way to prevent it from staying. Right. I agree. Yeah, I just pray fervently over our president, our duly elected president, all of our true leaders, um, those who support what's right, what's just, and what's fair. You know, um, this man has to do what, what works for the masses. And I just feel like the Democrats just need to, you know, put on their big girl and big boy pants. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I allowed to, to name genders? Because, you know, they want gender X. So anyway, you know, they just need to grow up. Um, We all don't get a trophy. Okay? So that's what it is. Absolutely. Well, I really appreciate you. I know you've got a lot of other callers. I think I, I called you about 169 times before I got through. But we love you here in Charleston. My husband and I, we watch you faithfully and you know um we just want to keep supporting you and and pray for you and your family well i thank you for that i definitely appreciate you all right well you have a blessed night all right now same to you thank you bye-bye bye Bye. all right shout out to the caller from charleston my my birthplace born right there in charleston born actually i was born in south charleston that's like right there Actually, I, no, I was born in Charleston, like Charleston proper, and I lived out there in Rand. So shout out to Rand University, shout out to Charleston, shout out to the entire Canal County and all of the wild and wonderful West Virginia, West by God, as we call it up there. Okay, that'll be all I got for tonight as far as calls. Thank you all for calling in. If you couldn't get on, don't blame me. Blame the white man. It's not my fault. Um <laughs> I got super chats to read and then I wrap it on up, put a bow on the top. And if you've not liked the video yet, go ahead and do that for me. Also, if you're not subscribed and you're watching the video, go ahead and subscribe right now. It's free. And you, you're watching. If you enjoy it, go ahead and do that. 
and click the bell as well so you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. If you're listening to me on the audio streaming platform, give me that good five-star rating. Give me that good uh, share. Whatever you can over there, I'd appreciate you for that. And also, if you could do a written review, I'd appreciate that as well. It helps with the whole algorithm. Helps the whole thing keep going over there. All right. Oh, and also, I'll be live tomorrow on Brandon Tatum's channel for our uh, Every Thursday show. That'll be at 8 p.m. Eastern. And I'll be live again on this channel Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. All right. Super chats on that. And then wrap it on up. Put a bow on it. Shout out to, let me see, where was I at? Shout out to Michael S. who says, BLM went through two towns near me in Ohio last night heading against Washington, D.C. Let's say it wasn't too peaceful. Look up Shiloh, Ohio, BLM. I'll check it out. Thank you for that. I'm going to look it up right now, matter of fact, so I can read it a little bit later. Like, most of my day is spent reading. I read all day. Read articles and news, and I try to get down to the core of what's going on. And for those that are asking me, hey, what do I read? For half a website myself, anthonybelogan.com. I write articles on there. But if I don't put it on my website, just read everything you can. Focus on, if you can, focus on local news because they give you generally what's happening without too much spin. Because you're not going to have like spin writers necessarily on local news websites. All right, you get to the spin once you get to the, the major newspapers like New York Times and Washington Times and stuff like that. You know, or not not Washington Times, Washington Post. Washington Times was started by the guy that used to, that was um the, the, the Moonies, the guy that had the Moonies, he started Washington Times, if I'm not mistaken. Washington Post, I'm Washington Times. It's confusing. Now, Washington Post was started not by that guy. Washington Times was started by that guy. Okay, I got it. Thank you to C. Denise, who says, can't offer you 100K, but certainly appreciate you. Keep it up. I thank you for your donation. I most certainly appreciate you. Thank you to She Nova, who says, hey, love your channel. Never found any clear answers on this. Do you know how Trump feels about global warming? Also, is he doing anything about it? I've not heard him speak on that, so I don't know the answer to that question. I, I, I mean, I'm the same as you. If I, would, if I would answer, I'd be guessing. Uh, shout out to By The Sun, who says, um, happy birthday to me. Happy, happy birthday to you. Hope you enjoy your birthday uh, and good vibes to you. Who would be on your dream team to make America great again? Oh, man, that's a that's a good question. I, I put Candace Owens on there. I put myself on there. Brandon Tatum, I put um, I put Ben Shapiro on some kind of role, uh, a research role or something like that. I took a Carlson, press secretary. Kelly McEnany be on there as well. Uh, I take uh, I, that's, 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 a, that's a long question that be kind of hard for me to answer. Uh, I'll put Dr. Shiva on there for some medical advice. All, all the doctors that were out there talking about the virus, it was like 12 or more doctors. I'll, I'll take all of them and put them on there for some medical advice on how to treat um, a lot of the ailments we have right now in America. Yeah, I have a lot of them on there. Shout out to, let me see, uh, Charlie Slees for becoming an ABO supporter. Thank you to Ryan Walker, who says, you and Tim Pool should get together for a show. I'd love to see it. Hey, I'd love to be on this show. N let me get on that uh, Tim Pool in real life. I do that all day long. Thank you to Kyle Denson, who says, opinion on George W. Bush presidency. Eh, man, that's probably the best way to describe it. You know, kind of middle of the road. Thank you to Bo for your donations with the flag. I appreciate it. Thank you to 
uh, CMG NYC 580, who says, great job, ABL, as always. Keep up the good work, kiddo. Trump, 2Q2Q2020, two-way all the way. Thank you for that. Thank you to Rustic Patriot, who says, Biden in his base makes me think he's in his underwear with the suit coat on, daydreaming of rubbing curls shoulders. Praying for you, ABM. You make a difference. Thank you for that, man. I definitely appreciate you. Shout out to 1996, who says, Kai, Black Ops, I think Cold War and Far Cry 6 is super woke, woke. <laughs> All right. That could, lift, that could lift like a human who says, Hammer and Sickle before end for one frame. Okay, I didn't see that. I'm going to check that out. We're talking about on the Call of Duty trailer. I'll check it out. Thank you to Lindsay Monty, who says, remember early voting. It's not crowded and so quick. I went last week for local election. Only one other person voting. Masks and we kept the pin we use. Same thing here. Keep the pin you use. Shout out to Charles Hunter Jr. who says, after World War II, the communists knew they would never defeat the U.S. militarily. So they infiltrated our society, media, academia, Hollywood, big tech. You're right. Thank you to Awaken Tulsa, who says Yuri Bezmanov said it's also said it's too late. Yeah, I think he was saying it's too late if we don't do X, Y, and Z. But for some people in some parts of the country and some parts of the world, it might be a wrap. I, but you know, I'm not going to lose faith and say it's a wrap. You can't do nothing. You can always change things around. Shout out to Dysentery Joe, who says sorry to do this, been lurking, but trying to find where Crowder is live streaming the DNC on a switch over. I can't find him live. I have no idea, man. I can't help you with that one. Why would you ask me that? I don't know. Thank you for your donation. Shout out to Bo, who says, what's up from Houston? Do you think the Democrats are over-exaggerating the Chinese virus in an attempt to make Trump look bad and rise up slow Joe before the election? Of course. Of course. They were um, they were politicizing the virus from the beginning. They're talking about, oh, Trump's response was inept and he didn't take it seriously. He was too slow to react. But when he banned travel from China... People said that he's racist. So if you're banning China from China because you know it's coming from China, you're not trying to, you're not, you don't want to have to come over here. You're racist for doing that. So it's just dumb. Then they were saying since he didn't ban all European travel, then he, he should have done that. But he was racist for banning it straight from China. I mean, they they'll say anything that they can to try and hurt the president. That's all. Shout out to. Uh, scuffed DMX in the chat in the comments says Uncle Tom Logan. Thank you for that. That's a good compliment, Uncle Tom Logan. Because Uncle, Uncle Tom was the hero in the book, if you know how to read. But thank you for that. If, if you were trying to diss me, Uncle Tom was the hero, if you know how to read. Now, don't, don't hide him. Don't hide him. It's all right. It's all right. Let, let, him, let him live. I want him to be able to re respond to, um, you know, me saying, hey, sir, learn how to read. Shout out to, um, let me see. Uh, crazy eyes seven seven eight one who says look up Kamala on Google Translate for Finnish to English. Yeah, what does it mean? Horrible or something like that? Thank you to Arthur Anderson who says let's go Mountaineers. Yes, indeed. Shout out to West Virginia. Del V. Thank you to one Cyber King who says have you ever read the forty five goals of the Communist Party that was released in 18, 1963? I've not read that, but I probably should. Let me just screenshot that right quick. Thank you to Dex Dillon who says and what say you ABL? Stay cool, man. Thank you for that. Thank you to Riptide Pro Watch who says Shadowgate is 100% ABL for real. I'm going to check it out. Thank you to Carol Wright who says thanks again from Iowa. I love your heart and brain. Thank you for your donation. Thank you to Leo Mazzino who says thank you. Thank you to RHIP who says thank you. Thank you to Dreamcatcher15 for becoming an ABL supporter. Thank you to Stephen Logan. Great name, by the way, who says hey, ABL, love the channel. 
just wanted to like the work people just wanted to like the work i guess the people like yourself kenneth Owen, brandon tatum are doing for the inner city black community for philadelphia is immeasurable your influence is inspiring our youth thank you hey you know i, I do my part thank you for that Thank you to Amy Chang for the good job thumbs up emoji donation. Thank you to Amanda Hebeck, who says, thank you for all you do and sharing the truth. What say you? Signature line, and I love it. You give me hope. Thank you for that. Shout out to, let me see, Amy Chang for the keep it up emoji with the working out. Shout out to Molly Smile, who says, let ABL know Molly Smile went, sent you partner. <laughs> Shout out to Amy Chang for the th th thank you emoji with the bowing um, uh, the bowing object the bowing thing thank you to nathan cooper for becoming an abo supporter thank you to diplomatic community who says believe in your truth greetings from canada peace shout out to lottery 248 uh sano velper who says and liberate hong kong thank you to james ferguson who says or oh, becoming an abo supporter thank you to james burlow who says he has hispanic privilege he could score 60 on the boston fire exam and i got a perfect score of 100 and he would be higher as a firefighter Thank you to James Burlow who says, if there was white privilege, why would he come to this country? Ah, oh, good question, ain't it? Shout out to Praying for the Rapture who says, this is for hanging up on Ivan. Haha, <laughs> love you, ABL. Thank you for that. Shout out to Santo Bartes who says, on a subject of explicit music, check the PMRC Senate hearings in 1985 where Frank Zappa, Dee Snyder, and John Denver. Yes, that John Denver testified against the PMRC censorship proposals. There you go. You know, let's, let's get some real information. That, that's, you know, let's get some real information, not just focus on a couple of guys. Let's look at the whole thing. Thank you for that. Shout out to Charles Hunter Jr. who says, ABL and I are only three years and 10 days apart in age. I turned 33 just after he turned 36. Those of you who are in your teens and early 20s and conservative, keep, up, keep, it, keep your spirits up for sure. Thank you to Lee Lee who says, the left talks all day long with, about slavery from hundreds of years ago, but don't care about current sex slavery. Correct? It doesn't fit the narrative exactly. Okay, Josh Asher in the comments says, "Where's my Appalachian privilege?" Just, hey, I, psh, I don't see that around here. Like I said before, I, I'm I can go around and see elderly white women. I'm talking about 80 years old, hunched over with a walker, digging in trash cans for food. Trash cans. So white privilege where? <laughs> Shout out to Doug Ripley who says, "God bless Ivan. He he sure tries, doesn't he?" Yeah, I mean, he, you can try all you want, but if it's not working, it's not working. Thank you to Bukala Buffalo, who says, stay at it, sir. I believe the black conservatives are impacting people's viewpoint positively. I agree. Thank you to Chris Corby for your donation. Thank you to Gwen Beaver for your donation. Thank you to Omar Ortiz, who says, hey, ABL, thank you for the amazing content. I'm a liberal, but I love your channel. And if you ever ran for office, I would 100% vote for you. I appreciate that. Thank you, man. Thank you for being open-minded. Shout out to Daniel M. for becoming an ABL supporter. Thank you to Riptide Pro Watch, who says, uh, December... Or deck a special guest tomorrow night, Jesse Smaller and Bubba Wallace, <laughs> or, or DNC. Okay, shout out to Arthur Anderson who says, I didn't realize you're from West Virginia. Me too, brother. Keep up the good work. Yes, I was born there in Canal County, ran university, and now I grew up in Virginia. So I got family all in West Virginia. You know, I, I used to go there all the time as a kid. I used to stay in there in the summertime, and I'd be up there for Christmas, birthday, holiday, all the time. So that's, you know, home as well as Virginia, as well as Tennessee. I'm, I'm all over the Appalachian region, basically. That's pretty much what it is. And also on the on the East Coast, too, with, like, Virginia Beach. Thank you to Freedom Costs Buck 05 for the Charleston Love. All right, Charleston Love. Shout out to the Polimo Jedit who says, 
Hey, brother, reading up on Animal Farm, right? What an eye-opener. Here we are, 100 years after the Bolshevik Revolution and the stars are aligned. Thank you to Merrim CGE. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for that. Thank you to Arthur Anderson, who says, let's go, Mountaineers, all day long. All righty. I got everybody. Thank you all for being here. Thank you to the moderators doing a great job. We got True Helper, Kim Bone, Killer Sushi. Uh, who else? Hip Hop Thinker. Uh, let me see. Everybody, Charles Hunter Jr. Uh, Ansel, Shreve, thank you all for being here. I will see you guys next time live again. I'll be live on Brandon Tatum's channel this coming Thursday, tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern. And I'll be live again here Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern. And of course, I do video all throughout the week, pre-recorded all throughout the week. I'll probably do wrap-up of this DNC. Obviously, I'm right here watching. I'm right here with y'all, so I'm not watching the DNC. But I've been on Twitter as I've been streaming, like liking or favoriting some of this stuff from the DNC so I can go watch it later and do my report on it tomorrow. So you don't have to watch it at all. All right, that'll be a wrap. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.